Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. First time in a long time. The back like I never left. Taking these things as it comes. You know me. I don't read ahead. Watch me burn down everything. BBE on the TV set. When I'm in control on the road, you can never really know what's up next. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next, postwrestling.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever podcast app you use. And of course, twitch.tv slash Up Next Podcast. Hello, Twitch Room. Hello, Twitch Room. What's going on? Yes, we are Braden and Davey. We are the BDE. We are your NXT friends. Friends! And, well, we're here tonight to talk all about some NXT. Uh, we have some. We have lots of uh, news because uh, I think this is the first time under the post-wrestling umbrella that we got, what, new? We're uploading on a new, a whole new... What? Yeah, we're using Red Circle now. So um, moving forward, if if you're having any, I mean, if you're listening to this, I assume you found us. But if you're having problems with getting this into your uh, like uh, podcast feed, whatever, you can uh, refresh the the RSS. Uh, the RSS is on the post wrestling website, or just kind of research for us on your on your app, so you'll be able to. To get us updated uh, every week, just dropping into your phones or whatever you use to listen to us. Yeah, so we're trying a new thing with uh, with post wrestling, and it looks like we're we're gonna have some ads. So don't be alarmed if uh, you hear like you know someone uh, telling you to buy uh, I don't know steaks or certain drinks or it should be it, it should be like monetized with like what hard seltzers or uh, strains of different sativa hybrids but we don't know we don't know at this point but uh yeah. yeah and it's all location specific so some of you may not get any ads uh some of you might get ads and and we apologize uh i hope they're 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 entertaining adverts at least hey maybe and, yeah and buy their shit i don't know if it 
If you want a new mattress, go get it. Yeah, a new mattress. We got one of those a while ago. Uh, like the the ads for that. Yeah, we don't know the ads. Maybe one day we'll be reading our own. Maybe one day it'll be Blue Chew or Manscaped or something. But mm. hey, we're just trying to get a bag. All right, we're just trying to just trying not to fumble. And a uh, little bit of thing. We we are, you know, content creators on our own. We don't work for. Uh, we work for ourselves. So uh, yeah, we're gonna be trying some new things. Of course, we we're we're powered. By our Patreon and all our listeners there, which of course you can go check out, and that kind of doesn't change. But yeah, uh, if any uh, you know changes happen, just maybe reset that RSS feed if uh, if for whatever for whatever reasons. But uh, but yeah, we're just we're, uh, we're 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 moving on up, I guess. Absolutely, yeah, uh, yeah. It's um, I know most of you listen to post wrestling as well. They've started in- introducing. Uh, ads on their shows as well it's it's just to hopefully uh, support us a little bit we put a lot of time into this and uh, I know not everyone can uh, can kind of support us on Patreon so this is just a way of just sending us a few bucks so uh, we appreciate your patience listening to these ads and stuff if you get them if not sorry for rambling on about it yeah maybe you're on Twitch and you're like uh, or the YouTube and you're just like uh don't hear or see any of that doesn't affect you so uh yeah welcome then you can see what we look like uh, as well because yes we are roommates and we live together in toronto but you're away you're in the uk you're hanging about so yeah we do this over over zoom uh since since you're away for a few months so uh how are you doing what time is it there it's 10 20 eastern time after nxt right now it's 3 20 a.m here right now (laughs) aren't you aren't you glad you stayed up so late to see uh nxt i am yeah because yeah. i i do this show and i thought we had a cracking main event today so yeah i i quite enjoyed the show today and looking forward to getting into the highs and the lows as always of nxt uh well like i said we're in two different places at this time but maybe if you're listening to us you might be in and around one of ours because uh both of us are going to be involved in some live events that are coming up where we both are. Davey, I know you've announced uh, that you're taking part in a, in a fun show over there in where? Leeds? Leeds, yeah. WrestleMania weekend on the, on the Sunday will be joining uh, the lads at Grapple and BWE for British podcast. Uh, British wrestling podcasting isn't dead. It's a live uh, podcast event with all uh, all three of us putting on a, a bit of a show and getting on to uh, to react with, to interact, sorry, with with you guys. It should be a lot of fun. I know um, Damien Abraham's band, Fucked Up, is meant to play in Leeds that night, uh, I guess, sort of COVID restrictions and all that permitting. But um, And then there's the Hooked on Wrestling event at the Walkabout later that evening to watch WrestleMania. So uh should be a fun event and absolutely get your... Get your tickets for it. It's uh, I'm just finding the site now, um, but I believe it's seven pounds, and that gives you um, that gives you kind of a discount for the Hooked on Wrestling event as well. Seven fifty, and go to grapple.bigcartel.com. That's g r a double p l dot bigcartel.com uh, to get your tickets for that. And I know there's going to be there's going to be a raffle. There's going to be uh, lots of good beer because it's taking place at the Northern Monk Refectory. It's it's a kind of craft beer brewery place. So lots of good beer to enjoy if that's your thing. And yeah, it should be a, a really great day starting at 
at 3.30, taking it to, to 7 p.m. Plenty of time uh, to if you want to have a little power nap before WrestleMania as well. So should be a lot of fun, and I can't wait to meet all of you Brits if you're if you're around and try it, try and make it to Leeds. Yeah, because you're over there. You're going to make the trip to Leeds and hang out with the Grapple guys and the BWE people. Shout out Bushby and and I, some of you Canadians right now. You're like, well, what about what about us? Well, I just uh, posted up today. Go follow the socials, of course, at Up Next Podcast and the Facebook group. But if you are in the Toronto area, Up Next and Post Wrestling putting on an AEW Revolution watch along at a real bar. No more, no more watch alongs by myself in a room on Twitch. No, those are still fun, but I'm going to do one in this city at hard luck bar on Sunday, March 6th for AEW revolution. And, uh, I know that we're probably going to be doing one, um, for WrestleMania as well at the brother bar or sister bar of hard luck, which is sneaky D's in Toronto. So again, follow all the socials. If you are in the Toronto area, or, hey, maybe you're a little outside. Make the trip. Come watch the pay-per-view. It'll be a lot of fun. Uh, event. The, the, there's an Eventbrite page for that. Um, it's like 10 bucks to buy the ticket pre-show. And then if you come at the door, we'll charge you 15 But, uh, yeah, go check that out and come hang out. I'm excited. I Hopefully, we can hang out with some listeners. Like you said, like whether it's over there in the UK or whether it's over here. Because things are slowly starting to uh, lift here and the restrictions and stuff like that. So I am super uh, excited to see or meet or talk to any of you guys, but go check us out again, follow all the socials, but yeah, why not come hang out and watch some wrestling? There may be even some raffles for some prizes and the the prizes that we have in store will blow your mind, but I've said too much. So uh, come by. Yeah. I'm and just a, think, ten excited. bucks. Like you'd be buying the pay per view at home, yeah, uh, for like what forty bucks, something like that. Anyway, exactly. So, so come uh, spend that ten to hang out with your friends and actually watch wrestling the way it's meant to be with people. And yeah. um, also, I think I'm I'm gonna try over here. Uh, I know there's a bar in Old Street in London that is showing AW Revolution as well. So. Uh, hit me up if you're in the area and interested, because I'm thinking of the, just making the trip to there uh, on my own. So it'd be great to see any fans who maybe have the the Monday off who can come along, because it, it will be a late one over here. But absolutely, I'm kind of jealous I can't do this with you, Braden, because I know it's something we've been talking about a while doing these watch events. But hopefully it's going to start being a bit more of a, a consistent thing uh, as we're coming out of this pandemic, knock on wood, and... And maybe uh, not say never doing the the Twitch watch longs again because they're really fun, especially I think in those winter months. But it's time to to start watching with people as well. Yeah, like I definitely love the community that we have, whether it's our Facebook group or Twitter or Twitch and stuff. But it is it is pretty fun to a go to wrestling events again. Uh, we did Grand Slam and that was pretty cool to meet some people, but to to just have an event and yeah i know some listeners are in the toronto area and like we said some brits as well so it is kind of cool that we're we're starting up to do these again we want to do so many more of these in the future but yeah so uh uh, we're super excited we got some stuff going on slowly but surely we'll be Mm. be back in the the mix of things but i mean there's a there's a a big elephant in the room that we needed to address and we need to address it davy because i think it was last week where we were talking about 
the biggest comeback in all of professional wrestling. Not Stone Cold Steve Austin, but Cody Rhodes maybe coming back to the WWE. But mm. there's some bigger news that we need to talk about specifically for our show. And anyone who's listened to us for quite a while know what this news is because as as we get excited for people coming to the WWE, maybe, we're we're also very excited that someone left the WWE and showed up somewhere else this week in a in a return. I and I can see I'm doing this over Zoom. You you're confused. And you of all people, Davey, should oh, be so I thought you were getting, well they haven't <laughs> I thought you were talking about Kona Reeves yeah, for a second. I was like, wait, what? Kona Reeves? Um, no, no. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he's yeah. Not, he's doing indie dates again. So shout out Kona. We mm. know we love big big cones. But uh, no, what I'm talking Kyrie. about is Kyrie. Kyrie, don't call her Sane. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Just Kyrie. Kyrie. Kyrie, not Sane, not Irving, just Kyrie, is back in stardom. Yeah, uh, not signed to stardom. Uh, she just, just, she's just wrestling. making a return to wrestling. She's wrestling there. So, like, she could... Uh, be popping up all over the place, maybe. But yeah, she's making her her wrestling return, which is super exciting. I believe starting with a tag match and then has a, a singles booked, I think. Um, nice. But yeah, totally going to... Um, I think I, I don't think I've unsubscribed Stardom, so definitely going to be checking out those matches when they happen. Um, great to see Kyrie again, because I know, I know people were wondering whether she'd maybe kind of quietly retire from wrestling, because... Um, she had a couple of like bad bumps towards the end of her WWE career and then kind of moved to do this WWE Japan thing. She was like the company ambassador over there in Japan or something. But yeah, she's she's back to wrestling, which is uh, what we want to see. Her. We we love Kyrie. At, yeah. At, at up next. So, um, yeah, super excited for that. Yeah, we're super excited about Kyrie. There's definitely a lot of the matches that you could go back to uh before she left for wwe when we have kind of backtracked on the stardom catalog we've seen a lot of awesome stuff and yeah we liked her nxt run and wwe run but uh i'm i'm excited to see where we can go and see where she can go Mm. with the wrestling but i liked the like the little vignette that they filmed she was attacked instantly getting beat up so you're like oh you gotta watch now you gotta see her get her revenge from being attacked on your re-debut or whatever so yeah uh, i I was pretty stoked to see that. I mean, it's it's a step further from getting away from the rematch of the century, which is Kyrie versus Io, because now they're in separate mm. places. But never say never in the world of pro wrestling. But there's so many people there who uh, like who she hasn't fought, who I'd like to see. I mean, a match against Julia. Um, obviously, you've got Suri, who's been tearing it up over there. Uh, yeah, Tam Nakano, Maya Watani. There's all these. All these names who I think in the last year especially have really, um, I mean, they, they were on our lists for, in our shortlist for uh, best match ever of 2021, a bunch of these uh, talents. So can't wait to see Kyrie mix it up with all of them, hopefully. Yeah. Uh, do you think she'll, she'll show up in like other American promotions? Because you said she's, maybe she's not signed. So what, do you think she'll show up in, doesn't AEW, are they going to do that? Not necessarily, thing? but I don't think there's anything stopping her doing the other uh, like other women's promotions over there or, or stuff. I mean, obviously travel is still a thing. It's she's, I know, I think a big reason with her wanting to go back to Japan is her husband's there. So, um, don't know, but yeah, never say never. I, I'd love to see, um, to be honest, I prefer to see Kyrie mix it up with, uh, with talent over there. Cause 
Um, I, I still think WWE has probably the best female roster in in North America. Um, and AEW, yeah, there's some exciting people. But honestly, I, I kind of want to see the matches in Japan more so than her just going and having some matches in AEW. Kyrie Sane versus Nick Gage. Mm. GCW death matches. Pirate ships. Yeah, that's it's you never know. Someone you won't see in GCW, Drake Maverick, who's somehow got a job again in WWE. <laughs> you hear about that? What, yeah, he's what, producing? what is he a producer? Wow, he didn't even have to cry on video for this. Uh he just got the job. I'm I'm happy for him. Fuck I wish he never got released. I think he is someone that shows you time and time again he's like he can he knows this stuff. And I think he's that got video, a good creative mind. Yeah, and I he's think smart. a producing like, role is is Perfect for him. I yeah. mean, if the guy wants to wrestle, I'd love to see him wrestle again. But yeah, sure. I think he's someone who you can tell just from his body of work. And and even as you're saying, like his his video the second time he got released, he's clearly talented creatively. So I think um, I think it's a good signing, actually, as a producer for Drake Maverick. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I do too. I'm, and I'm happy to see him still still doing stuff. Like, I again, I do think he, like, I'm joking about the, the crying video, but it was it was a cool, like, angle that they he worked into, mm. like, a shoot, a work, a shoot, whatever, because he's going off and using social media and stuff. So, yeah, if he's in a creative role, then uh, hopefully he can, he can help out some other people there. Because I did, I did, like, I had Monday night off, and I was, like, t- I was super hungover family day Monday here in... Uh, Ontario. So I, I watched Raw for the first time. I was like, all right, let's see if I kind of knew the, the Paul brother was going to show up, but which I do think is cool heat. But I, I, I loved Edge's promo for, uh, which I think is obviously what AJ Styles at WrestleMania. And like, that sounds like a pretty big match that I think all of us wrestling fans are like, okay, if that's a direction we're going into. But, um, if, if it's WrestleMania season, I'm, I'm trying to like, Get get hyped! I watched mm. uh, I watched just clips of the elimination chamber. It didn't really have my a- attention, but whatever this babyface Brock is is definitely interesting. <laughs> Cowboy, oh, it, Brock it, it's great. Um, I watched some of Raw last. It, obviously, it's very late here, so I I did kind of pass out um, through it. But uh, yeah, Brock Brock kicking off the show. He's he's so good in this character, and I, I think it's just it's so weird seeing him in this role and i think there's always been this maybe a misconception maybe some truth to it but that uh brock doesn't really care for wrestling he's just doing it for the money and he doesn't like people and all that well he's either in fact a fantastic actor or just loving his job right now because he seems just in his element uh in this role and it is quite fun to see and i i am someone who's kind of tired of the like i mean i I, i've personally seen brock versus roman a few times like we've had it at manias we've had it at summer slams we've had it in saudi but i think the way they both are right now and the way they've been booked it does feel a big deal this time round. and i certainly think there's more interest in this brock and roman match than there has been in previous times because both are kind of in there Almost like their final form, if you know what I mean. And both are kind of killing it uh, with their characters and different characters from how they've been presented in the past. So um, I wouldn't say it's the match I'm most looking forward to at WrestleMania, but 
uh, I'm definitely enjoying Brock Lesnar at the moment. And I think um, like that, that he was pretty fun in the elimination chamber, just murdering Austin theory <laughs> with that F five off the roof. Um, but yeah, I think, I think WrestleMania is shaping up quite nicely. If you're, I think watching WWE as just pay-per-view to pay-per-view is often a lot better uh, than, than trying to watch the TV every week. Cause I do think they've, They've got a good roster, and I think when they've they're given time and they're booked well, they can do pretty decent pay per views still. And WrestleMania definitely kind of Becky Bianca properly having the match sounds pretty cool. Uh, Charlotte Ronda, I'm somewhat interested in um, Brock Roman, but as you said, uh, Edge AJ. If that's the direction they go, that's a match I definitely want to see. And then you've got kind of the, are we doing KO Steve Austin? They definitely hinted at it again yesterday with the kind of trashing Texas from KO. And and looking at his Twitter today, he was slagging off beer earlier. So it's they're either just being like playing into the rumors, which we saw them having some fun with the Cody tweets yesterday, yeah. or that's the direction they're going. But I would say I'm, I'm definitely more interested in this mania than I have been in main roster stuff for a while. So they're doing something right, I guess. Kevin Owens and Stone Cold just sounds weird. I don't, as someone who doesn't wa- look, I love Steen. I love KO, but as someone who doesn't watch a lot of raw or like the main roster stuff, when I see him do the stunner, it's just weird. It's just, it's not enough. That is like, is that the reason? Oh, now he hates. No, Texas I, they're they're, the, they're the same character. Pretty much. Uh, they're both blue collar anti-establishment i don't know there's a dis- um, there's a disconnect from me and i'm just someone who'd like i, I checked back in and i watched steen and i'm like oh okay you're he's just a watered down version of like what he was before kind of wwe but i'm like where's the connect to stone cold other than this now i've seen those tweets and i've seen him i saw I, he no, said I, I hate texas i'm just that's how that's how i like okay i'm like cool austin's back but i think i would have been a lot hyped if this was 10 years ago and you know punk and him were having a match. I, I, I'm not, again, I feel like I'm knocking Steen. I, I do, I am a fan of Steen. I just, dude, I he's do been feel called like, Owens for like a decade. Yeah, now. sorry, sorry. Owens. <laughs> I, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. I'm a fan. Um, but it just, it just seems a, a, like a, a bit weird. Like, is it just going to be Stone Cold versus him in like basically hits the stunner and, and pins him? Or is he, yeah, I don't know. Uh, but of course, you bring Stone Cold out in just any way, shape, or form at this stadium then like people are going to go nuts like of course they want to see that so uh, and of course I, and of course now undertaker with this hall of fame thing i mean that's pretty cool mm. too people are going to be so hyped in texas to go to that so uh good for them no, for I, making things people want to go to i think there's a lot you can do with owens and and austin i like owens is one of the best promos they've got in the whole company um so i think going back and forth with austin would be would be great on the mic. Uh, there are definitely similarities with their character as well. And I think he's someone they trust. If, if you're having someone come come out of retirement, have a match, I, I think Owens is, is a great guy. And I, I think he's someone who they're not necessarily putting in a title picture, but they want to give the big featured match to. Like I, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty excited for it. Uh, it would just be interesting. I don't know what they're doing with Austin, like how it, it's been so odd because all these offers have kind of been there in the past. What what has changed this year, you know, to make him consider it. And it, it's Money. still not, 
No. <laughs> yeah, but, but that's that's been a case. Like he's been offered Saudi money, you know. Like uh, right. I don't know. It, it's it is interesting, and it's again, it's kind of one of those things. I won't believe it until I see it. But the the hints sure. are, are very much there. Um, but yeah, I'm. It's it's starting to be mania season. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Like uh, people were kind of down on the rumble. I think when I got to see Bad Bunny and Rey Mysterio cross off, it made me like I didn't mind that rumble, especially when it was Brock. I think he f five Bad Bunny. I was like, okay, like. This is pretty. This is pretty cool. The the Logan Paul, I called him Jake Paul because I literally don't know. Even though I've watched the fights, I don't know the the difference. But like they're super popular and they're pretty much real life heels. So why wouldn't you pair it up? I think it's like a brilliant move. And Rey mm. Mysterio is your people who don't know wrestling know who he is just because he's like the most famous mass there is. So I do think that there is some build and interest. Of course, the match, sure, but it's more of like this. That's your celebrity thing. I celebrity to some people, but. Uh, I, I, I genuinely am like, okay, they know what's current. At least they're figuring out. Cause I mean, once they got bad bunny, it's like, yeah, uh, that's probably one of the most biggest acts, even if you or someone didn't know who he was, like he brought a lot of eyes. And I think these, uh, Paul brothers are just the one again, uh, he, he fits it. He, he fits like he's a pro wrestler. Like he oozes the, the, the healness, uh, in him, uh, before. And, and, I, and I think Miz is like the right. Yeah partner for him completely for for sure they're both the hollywood and and all that stuff and it makes it makes sense uh we will get into some nxt but we do uh, have some shows to promote because we did record some today on our patreon this week we have a retro nxt coming out talking about july 20 sorry july 31st 2013 on an episode of was next where me and you recorded today it's sasha banks versus charlotte yeah i bet you didn't know that happened in a three-minute mm-hmm. squash match in 2013. Uh, we got Cesaro, Sami Zayn um, facing off in a tag match. That was pretty sweet. Um, what else did we record? We ordered, we recorded a different show today. Oh, a world champ show behind the BDE. We haven't done one of those in a while, at least since you've uh, traveled over. So that was good. We talked about uh, Arthur growing up. Dinosaurs. We're course. not going to tell you what we talk about. You're going to be a world champ to know what we talk about. That's why it's that's why it's exclusive. And yeah. uh, some bar fights and just some shenanigans. Uh, and then we uh, we did a show last week for Valentine's Day, and I'll bring this up because my Twitter is is I've separated wrestling Twitter with the, just the oldest wrestling. Th- I mean, I tweeted today because there was news about some Shawn Michaels thing. I heard an interview. That's not here nor there, but I tweeted Bret Hart's better and people are still tweeting at me, either agreeing with me or they send me really nasty uh, messages just because I said I like Bret Hart. So wrestling Twitter never ceases to amaze me, but we did best match ever HBK for Valentine's day uh, last week, which was a lot of fun, but go check us out. Patreon.com slash up next for all these shows. It's only five bucks a month to access everything that we put out the month and in the back catalog. We've got our Les Mis review coming up uh, this week. That's right. Of the, in a Up Yours with Chris Leone, uh, talking some, uh, some Les Mis, the film uh, of the, the musical directed by Tom Hooper. So that should be pretty interesting. And yeah, we're, we're building up our, our schedule for best March ever coming out next month. So uh, keep your eyes because we will be... February is one of those weird short ones. So uh, we'll be coming up to a new month very soon. So uh, subscribe, uh, 
March 1st to, to get the most out of your money. And we've got a whole new lineup coming up. Um, but I did want to say before we get into NXT, and we will very quickly, but uh, I did actually see some live wrestling this oh, last couple of days. Yeah, damn, uh, that's and true. I kind of wanted to get into it before uh, before talking. I went to see the uh, the Progress show on Sunday and uh, kind of my first indie show for since pre-pandemic, but first Progress show for three years as well. And I know, uh, I know there's been the whole kind of uh, speaking out plus kind of the NXT UK just raiding the British wrestling scene. Um, but you know what? I, I thought it was a pretty good show, actually. I, I had uh, had quite a bit of fun. Uh, got some last-minute tickets because a friend's girlfriend uh, tested positive for COVID so couldn't go. So uh, get well soon, Ellie. But I was lucky enough to be able to go. And yeah, got to see... Um, Jonathan what was the main? Gresham. Uh, so the the semi main was Jonathan Gresham defending the ROH title against Dean Allmark, who's kind of a uh, like a, a bit of a veteran over here in the UK, and it was actually a pretty good uh, technical match, as you'd expect from Gresham. Kind of ended a bit abruptly. I could have done with uh, a few more minutes and a bit of a better finish, but I enjoyed that. And then the main was uh, Karen Noir, who's the um, progress champion he's got the whole like black swan uh ballet gimmick and pr- pretty cool entrance um taking on uh the artist formerly known as isaiah swerve scott swerve the realist in the main event swerve the realist swerve the realist which was a, a cracking main event and they've they kind of teased at the end um a sort of title for title match coming up, I think, for the 10th anniversary show. So Jonathan Gresham coming out at the end, holding up his ROH title. Um, but yeah, I enjoyed it. There was some, like there were, like the opening match was a four-way between like these these up-and-comers uh, who who showed some promise. There was a pretty cool uh, three-way tag match in there. And then a, a women's uh, Thunder Bastard, which is kind of, it's like Raw Rumble style, but you win by pinfall or submission to eliminate someone. And yeah, some some kind of uh, people there who kind of caught my eye as well as as sort of potential talent to look out for. I thought uh, Kanji kind of impressed me. Never seen her before, but she was pretty, pretty cool. So yeah, it's it's certainly not where progress was like in the in the old days, like in the glory days where you had your Zack Sabre Juniors and Ospreys, etc. But, you know, everything goes in waves, right? And kind of like with NXT 2.0, there's some good stuff and bad stuff, but it's kind of cool sometimes seeing uh, where the next crop of talent are coming from. So, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. And we'll hopefully try and catch some more wrestling while I'm over here. Yeah, I heard that, like that match is going to, the Car Noir Gresham match is going to be next month. Are you going to go to it? Yeah, there's there's kind of two shows within a week, so I need to work out uh, which one I'm going to because there's another ballroom show and then there's one at the the garage in in Islington, which will be I think the tenth anniversary show. So I imagine they'll probably do it at the tenth anniversary show, but I don't know. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely I know that like to see there, that one. There is there has been some indie shows popping up back in Ontario since again restrictions here in in Canada are kind of or Ontario Toronto are lifting, and I know that there's a I think I think it's Santino's 
thing in Mississauga, but your favorite Serena Deeb is coming for uh, a oh, match. I'm nice. not quite sure what the match is, but I saw that. Uh, so hopefully, like, I, I know Progress kind of had, like, a name, obviously, before the pandemic. Of course, it was pretty big. But hopefully, like, Canada can 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 pick it up again. I know Toronto Smash had a, a super kick. They did some stuff. But it it is good to see. Like, here I am talking about, like, hey, come to a bar and we're just going to watch uh, wrestling. I feel like that's a good start to, like, going back to wrestling shows. And then after the shows, you watch the pay-per-views or whatever. Because that's that used to be the norm. So... Yeah. Uh, with things opening up. I am. I am stoked, and I'm glad that you got to go to some wrestling. I thought. I bet it was weird. Like walking, you're just like, oh, this is like. Well, you went to you went to All In in Chicago, and then we went to Grand Slam, and it's like going after so long of just not like going to wrestling was like, whoa, like, love wrestling. Well, so I, I was front row for this as well because my friend bought front row tickets. So are you on I, the network? <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, I, you'll see me absolutely. I was all over their Instagram. Yeah. Um, but was odd because I'm always for indie events. I just get the cheapest tickets possible and sort of stand so I can go and nip and have a beer and kind of stand and watch it and things. But it yeah. was kind of weird. Just I'm sat there and swerves just like walking past me or or whenever like a wrestler would fall to the floor. I'm like, come on, mate, you got this, especially in the in like the tag matches or the, the multi-man where they, you know, just sleep on the outside for a bit until it's their part. I'm like, come on, mate, you can get up. You got this. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm all right. I'm just chilling for a sec. <laughs> He's selling. Um, yeah. So, no, it was good fun and, and definitely looking forward to uh, going to some more. And let me know if, if you're kind of in the area. I know I know we've got a bunch of UK listeners. If you're going to see any indie shows that you recommend, um, same goes in Toronto as well. If you're, you're in the GTA and going to see anything, let us know because we'd absolutely uh, either love your reports or just uh, maybe tag along last minute. Hell yeah. 100%. Go to wrestling, go to fun, get lit. That's that's what it's all about. Uh, should we talk about some NXT? I think it's time. NXT 2.0, February 22nd, 2022. Two, 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 two. Tuesday. Two, two, Tuesday. Tuesday. And we open with Bron Breaker coming out. He says, Vengeance Day was a tough fight and Santos Escobar is tough. But I proved that over my dead body, nobody is taking this title away from me. And WrestleMania weekend, NXT is finally going back on the road. We're going to Dallas for Stand and Deliver. And I promise I will walk in NXT champion and I will walk out still NXT champion. And that's when he's interrupted by the main eventer of the evening, the show stealer, Dolph Ziggler who comes out sporting his old shirt that I think it was just a week ago we were complimenting. We were. It wasn't exactly this one, but it was one similar, wasn't it? No, he he had two designs at the same time. He had the blue one and he had the pink one, the show-off one. Right. And it was definitely the 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 old pink one he had. Yeah, yeah. I do love his old pink shirt. Shout out Ziggler. And uh, Ziggler says, congrats. You'll never forget your first. At least that's the advice I gave to Will Chamberlain. Who's Will Chamberlain? Uh, man, people are yelling at Probably us. Probably some American sports thing. We don't, we don't care, guys. It, don't I'm, I'm assuming he's a basketball player, but I'm going to make sure. Basketball, baseball, something. Let me and make sure. Goes, Someone's ye- everyone's yelling at us. We're, we're, we're just marching. You don't know who Will Chamberlain is? Yeah, no, yeah, right? basketball player, basketball player. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah, cool. Basketball player. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, he says, I know I'm not the champ. <laughs> But you can't be making promises you can't keep. Now, Stand and Deliver is a way away. And are you going to make it there as champ? I don't think so. Because tonight I'm going to stomp out the last few breaths of Tommaso Ciampa. 
And maybe I pick you up and put you on my back and carry you to stand and deliver. Uh, Just know that when I decide that that title is mine, it will be mine. And this is where Bronze says, well, I owe you a receipt for kicking me last week. So how about you bring your ass to the ring right now and we'll fight. Dolph calls him a, a hothead and insults his Canadian tuxedo he's wearing, denim on denim. And he says, hey, they don't pay me to dress up. They pay me to fight. And Dolph again is kind of like shitting on NXT, how it's like, okay, you might be a big deal here in Orlando in Florida, but when I walk in, I'm the biggest star. And I'm going to give you the night off tonight because you are barred from ringside. So there will be no cheap shots, no receipts. You get to sit in the back and watch me do what I do better than anyone in this business. Steal the show. Steal the show, yeah. Um, I I thought this opening was all right. I think it just once again showed that Braun, even though he's he's very new to this, completely holds his own in these sort of promo segments. Um, he's just continuing to pre- impress me every week. Yeah, you like Braun definitely has that attitude, which we see here and we see even at the end of the show where he, he's always like yelling. He's like... He reminds me of if you close your eyes, it's Scott Steiner, one hundred percent. Whenever he talks, but uh, yeah, I mean, he kind of drops the bombshell that we kind of already knew about stand and deliver. But I liked how he's like getting the the, the heat from the crowd here, like getting some some cheers because he's like NXT is going back on the road. So people were like, oh okay, okay, we're listening, and then kind of mentioning the stand and deliver show. Both of them kind of dancing around it. That you would assume that's the matchup is is Dolphin. Them, but we know that the match later is the number one contender. But yeah, I didn't, I didn't mind this at all. Uh, I thought it makes you go, okay, well, we're getting this match, which I would assume yeah. is at stand and deliver. But uh, that's if he beats Champa, which I guess we can talk about afterwards. But yeah, uh, I, mm. I didn't mind it. And Ziggler always looks good, and I still just get Kurt Russell vibes from Ziggler uh, ever since his NXT run here. But <laughs> uh, I was, I was, I was watching Champa's Raw. Was it his debut on Raw last, technically, in ring? It was kind of weird. Uh, he, his read, I mean, he, he had those matches with Gargano a few years ago. Oh, right, yeah. On Raw. Uh, yeah, his Raw match was, was just okay. I feel like people, people still don't even know who he is, and he was just kind of thrown in there. But uh, I was assuming after watching the match last night that we'd see another familiar face here in NXT tonight. And, uh, well, yeah, mm. that comes later. Yeah, it is interesting, though, that they've definitely, since moving to 2.0, done more integration between the two, uh, between Raw and NXT. And it's I don't think it's a bad idea if you're eventually bringing these people up. And and it'll be interesting to see, uh, whereas in the past, when it was kind of Triple H's vision, you'd have these characters kind of built how he'd kind of see them and what he wants them to do. But then ultimately, when they go to the main roster, it's not what they want. Whereas I think now, because it, it's meant to be kind of more in the main roster, in the main roster's mold, I wonder if we see so many changes, kind of name changes and and complete character overhauls. Um, so it, it might be we get more integration and then we see the same kind of characters move up. We've already seen Grayson Waller, who who did the last kind of couple of weeks on Raw. Um and now Champ has been on, uh, he was on last week and this week. And it could also, yeah, you say maybe a bunch of the crowd don't know who he is. 
but they're starting to condition you. You know, he he got the win yesterday in the tag, uh, partnering with with Finn Balor against like a a very well established team there. So it could be that they start conditioning people a bit more. So eventually, when they do make the jump, they're kind of embraced a bit more, and there's not such a drastic change and disconnect. Uh, uh, be interesting to see. The Twitch chat is letting us know that Wilt Chamberlain claims he slept with over, which I have now checked Google, 2,000 women is what Wilt Chamberlain's uh, claim to fame So he's is. probably a virgin. Well, he was a Harlem Globetrotter. I'm learning a lot here. Again, uh, I'm a fake. I just wear a Raptors jersey because we won a few years ago, you know? Um, the Globetrotters aren't even NBA. Are no, they? they're, they're like the, the ones who go yeah. around dancing with basketballs. They look. They do some pretty cool stuff, though. They nah, do. They do. Virgin sounds like a virgin. <laughs> pretty, to me. Sure, pretty sure. He's not. People but, who have lots of sex don't show off about having lots of sex. What did Ric like, Flair say? Did he stop say two thousand? Lame. Yeah, yeah, fucking virgin as well, Ric Flair. <laughs> two thousand. Jeez, that's that's a lot. But yeah, Globetrotter. Um, and do you think this because they both mentioned like stand and deliver? Ziggler and Braun, but do you think that it could happen before that? Yeah, I because they they teased the rubber match as well uh, today between Braun and Champa uh, later on in the match. So I wonder if this is maybe a TV thing, and then you get uh, Champa versus um, Braun again at Stand and Deliver, maybe, or or maybe they'll see kind of when. Tickets go on sale, kind of how much they sell and if they feel they need a bit more main roster integration or whether they can rely on their uh, just their NXT people. I don't know. Man, we, we need to stop uh, throwing shade at Wilt Chamberlain because the Twitch chat's reminding us that he also played for the Lakers and scored 100 points in one game. Damn. We still, All right. We're well, still what, throwing shade. What's, what's, what's he done recently? Well, he's What's he done away. for me recently? He's passed away. So there's also that. Uh, uh, last, I have to. This is where well, I'm not having sex anymore, is he? He he passed away in 1999. This is where I have to say I made a mistake of saying Gene LaBelle passed away on a show last week. When when in fact he is still alive. So you can never really trust what I say sometimes on this show. Are you sure Will Chamberlain passed away? Uh, Wikipedia tells me, so it has to be true. All right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, we go to our first match of the night. It's Grayson Waller with Sanger in his corner taking on L.A. Knight. As they're coming to the ring, they're plugging Corey and Carmella, which is going to be a new reality YouTube show, uh, which I'm sure you'll be all over, Braden. Uh, yeah. Do you think they have sex? Uh, again, they talk about it a lot. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they show dildos which, in the ad. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Check out Shot in the Dark for free on this very feed every Wednesday. I'm sure John Cena will be covering. Yeah, covering I swear this. we'll get into wrestling. But Shot in the Dark, I mean, it was a show that started where Cena records, and it's on the free feed here, where in 15 minutes he covers Dark, Dark Elevation from AEW. He did 205 Live, which is now Level Up. So he will be watching Level Up. But I told him the news that I think it would be for the best interest of all our listeners if Cena also covered uh, – Control your narrative and Corey and Carmella. So I think we should all go tweet John Ceno and tell him if you are interested in his thoughts, because he'll add it to his weekly uh, watch list. No problem. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. You you know he's going to be watching it anyway. Yeah, he's going so to. He he's a complete. He might as well talk about it, yeah, right? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but, well, let's get to the match. Uh, Waller is just playing the chicken shit heel. He's bailing to the outside immediately. 
Uh, Knight finally catches him with the clothesline and his slingshot shoulder tackle and then crotches uh, Walla on the top rope and he starts bouncing him around as we go to a commercial break. After the break, we see Walla come back by throwing Knight into the steel steps. They they kind of try to to like play it as if Sanger distracted LA Knight and then Walla took the advantage. But Sanger literally was just standing there doing nothing. So I don't know... It was kind of LA Knight's fault here if he was distracted by this. Waller then hits his uh, second rope elbow drop for a two count and then follows up with a big spine buster. He then goes to the outside, runs up the ramp and goes for his big run up roll through stunner, but gets hit with a sidewalk slam by LA Knight, who's now firing back with clotheslines and backdrops, hits his leaping neck breaker. He goes for the BFT... But Sanger reaches out and holds Waller's arm to protect him, which means Knight can't drop him. Waller catches him with a roll-up, one, two, three, and picks up the cheeky win here. And after the match, LA Knight's pissed, and he decks Grayson Waller, hits the BFT to Sanger, and the BFT to Waller. And as he's walking up the ramp, he's yelling that he is the last man standing. So, oh no, kind of. I assume we might be getting a last man standing match coming up in the next wow. couple of weeks. Yeah, I guess that would be the direction. These two have been feuding for quite a while. It's been months, months. Like, yeah, like Halloween. Yeah, something Halloween like that. Habit, so, yeah, uh, I, yeah. Waller is still is someone that I'm not like super super into, but I do like that. You know, he's got a he's got a pretty good heel persona going for him. That's very like unlikable. He would fit in with the. The Paul brothers and Miz and stuff, uh, and I do 100%. love, yeah, I do love his um, go, going back to basketball. I guess his his elbow drop where he goes through the legs kind of thing. Yeah, it was very impressive off the cage in War Games, but it looked cool here as well. Um, yeah, he he's he's fine. I just I feel like they're they're now in the, like I think he's got to beat La Knight and send La Knight needs to like go to the main roster or something. He feels like such a main roster act that probably could. Get over, uh, I I think, but I, I don't know. Um, and Sanga is just kind of there, but it didn't it didn't do too much for me. But if you are kind of teasing the last man standing, I think that actually could be pretty good. Yeah, I, I think there's there's definitely a better match in there. Um, I didn't I I hate kind of the roll up finishes and grabbing the tights and stuff. Um, but LA Knight every week is getting more and more over with this crowd, and I think you're right. I think a, a main roster audience could like him it's just whether whether they just want to keep him there to be like a veteran to help these younger kids uh i don't know um but you say like the the kind of logan paul thing with walla i completely see that and could totally see him in that sort of miz role uh moving forwards having doing a lot of kind of celebrity integration and that kind of thing but we we need to end this feud now so let's get the last man standing match and and have both move on to whatever's next. Yeah, it's almost it's unfortunate you've already had... Yeah, if you've already had Sanger, this is where you would have debuted him to like do the lift-up spot where he like lifts up Waller to get up from the 10 count and LA Knight gets yeah. Canada. Or you, still, or you still just do that thing. Uh, but yeah, let's... Put him in out. a shark cage. <laughs> Sanger? In a shark cage? Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Right. I'm, I don't know. I watched Raw for the first time. I finally saw that one of those... Uh, Promos for Veer, and I'm super excited. Does that mean he shows up next week? 
Because <laughs> it said he's coming soon, so I assume he's showing up next week, right? Have they aired one of those before? Tell me the truth. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, uh, they're, they're promoting that um, that Brock Lesnar-Lashley match for Madison Square Garden, which is very unlikely to happen. So if Heyman's going to find a suitable replacement, maybe, you know, send Veer. Yeah, you seem very excited about that. Anyway... Uh, we go backstage to see Dakota Kai, who's looking around and finds Wendy Chu sleeping. And uh, Dakota says, we're in the Dusty Cup and you didn't even tell me. Uh, Wendy Chu apologizes and says, look, I'm asleep. If I don't get my midday nap, I don't look this good. And I'm sorry I didn't tell you, but I did tell your friend. She's like, what friend? I'm like, you know, the friend you're always talking to. Dakota says, well, my track record with friends isn't great. Wendy Chu says, well, you have had up. Uh, well, now you haven't had me as a partner. So maybe your luck's going to change. And Chu walks off when Dakota's talking to her invisible friend saying, she chose us. She chose me. Maybe this will work out. Third time's a charm. So kind of Dakota playing up that the reason why her her previous friendships, her previous partners haven't worked is maybe this other voice in her head. The, we were saying last week, kind of Gollum Schmeagel thing. It's the other voice kind of turning and turning on these people. So um, with Wendy Chu acknowledging the other person, maybe she's embracing uh, the two sides of Dakota and maybe, Maybe this partnership will work. It's almost but this is stupid. Oh, it's so bad. I it's almost like Venom, the movie Venom. Mm. Like, and I didn't like that movie either. So maybe that's why I'm not liking this gimmick. I just I love Dakota Kai and Broken Record. Every time we've been seeing this weird yeah. gimmick thing, but she she can hold her own when it comes to the wrestling and character work. Until she got this character, and now I'm just like, why why are we doing this? Let's not do this. Mm. Um, I don't know what the deal is, why she hasn't been on the main roster already at this point. Uh, I know there was some talks about her on main roster or main event or whatever a while ago, but now she's just doing this. It's like, uh, that's, that sucks because there's so much more to her than, than this. And I really, it, it, I literally groan when she's like doing the talking to herself. I'm like, oh, come on. And then you and then you see the sleeping character. So it's like, what's going on? <laughs> the sleeping, the sleepy girl made me more like perked me up more because I'm like, okay, well here's something else. So are they going to be a team? They're a team in the Dusty Classic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It feels like they're trying to make her kind of a a baby face at this point, but um, yeah, th- this isn't working. And I again, it's are they just keeping her here to kind of be with the more like newer green talent to have a like a, a good pair of hands there. I don't know, but it's, they're featuring her every week. So it, it's not like she's completely disappeared, but it, it is very odd. Yeah. Uh, this whole Dakota Kai thing going on. Talking of the dusty classic, we go to Cora Jade and Raquel Gonzalez. Cora says, we've been training your way. So now we're going to train my way. And she's taken Raquel to the tree Trek adventure park, which is one of these, these like, uh, Places, you know, you're all harnessed up and you're, you're leaping off of trees and you're climbing around. And we learn that Raquel Gonzalez is afraid of heights. She says, I catch people falling from heights. I don't jump from heights. 
So Cora's like, well, that's something we've got to master. Like you've got the strength, but you need to learn how to be fearless. So they're doing these zip wires and stuff. And wouldn't you know it, Raquel Gonzalez conquers her fear. And they're now going to do this to win the Dusty Classic and beat Toxic Attraction. And yeah, uh, so more training vignettes from these two. Uh, are you are you as afraid of heights as Raquel? Could you do this? Have you done a tree trek? I, I, I've done this kind of thing before, yeah. Um, I mean, heights are scary, but yeah. uh, I, uh, I do like I do enjoy a zip wire. It's one of those things, it's before you take off, that's the scariest bit. As soon as you jump off, yeah. it's pretty fun. Yeah, I don't think I could do... I could do that. I, I've done that, but I can't do like jumping out of a plane. Like I know I have a parachute, but like, no. Absolutely not. I used to think I'd want to do that, yeah. and the older I and am, you grew the up. more I don't. The more <laughs> I, I don't want to do that at all. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I thought I thought I would hate this, but I'm like, okay, uh, I do want to see them as a team and and stuff. Uh, I think Jade is definitely some. Cora Jade is definitely someone who's like, obviously, we've seen her impress us all, especially in that War Games match. But I think she's she's a good mix, especially at such a young age, of just a good mix of actual uh, wrestling, but actually like kind of uh, maybe like using this character, and it has nothing to do with the skate skater thing. You know what I mean? Like it's just her being like a young like like I don't know, just a wrestling. I know this had nothing to do with wrestling because they're like in the tree tree top stuff, but it is to set them up as a team and. There was a specific line that made me go, that's, that was funny. And it was, she's, she's like, oh, Raquel's scared of heights. And she goes, heights, you, you are the height. Like, look at you. You're huge. What are you talking about? And she's like, I like throwing people around. I don't like doing it myself. And I'm like, all right, I could, I could get into this team, I think, and see where it goes. Uh, yeah, I agree. I think Cora comes across quite naturally. And she's obviously, like, very young. And I think kind of moving away from the skateboard, which just feels like they've sort of try to make her this kid when she's just doing stuff like this it's like yeah you're a you're a young early 20s girl and, and i thought she seemed very natural here yeah. actually and and i can definitely see her um getting i i see on twitter like there's a lot of kind of kind uh like young people do seem to like her so um uh, I think there's definitely potential with her, and and she has impressed in the ring as well. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to this this team. We go to the Toxic Lounge. Uh, this is some like couch on the on the perch almost. Uh, Mackenzie Mitchell with Toxic Attraction, and they're kind of mocking Cora and Raquel, saying how adorable they are. Gigi says, "Where are they going to go next? The skate park." The motorcycle rally. Well, I have a feeling they're going to come up short. Mackenzie asks how they feel about Kaylee Ray and Io Shirai. And Mandy says, I give them credit for realizing they won't come anywhere near the NXT Women's Championship while I'm champion. So they've gone for other titles. But if they think they can win this whole thing and beat Gigi and JC, they're dumber than they look. Uh, yeah, Toxic Lounge. Is this something we're going to see a bit more of? Yeah, the toxic lounge where they're all just hanging out. And then Mackenzie comes over and just asks them a few questions. She should have asked Gigi where her shirt was because she was just not wearing one for this segment. Um, yeah, it's, it's, they're again pushing this like, we're hot. And now we hang out in the crowd with 
champagne or drinks and stuff. Sure, whatever. It's it's them being heels, but it's still definitely uh, they're really pushing this toxic attraction. Yeah, toxic lounge. You know what, the, you know what though? I kind of take this over them being on commentary. Like when when you're trying to get an excuse to have them out there to interfere or whatever, I I kind of take this thing where they're just chilling it's almost like their private booth where they yeah they sip champagne and watch. i would i would um, like to see it, them take it to like if you're gonna go this route take it to like the next level like wweify it almost like remember in aw when uh i can't believe i'm bringing up peter avalon but like that that's what i yeah but that's what i got from <laughs> yeah this. it's yeah, like absolutely he's chilling on his bed and like the first time you saw him on the bed you're like that's funny but like toxic attraction should be on a heart-shaped bed, they should have, like, Chip Chippendale dudes coming over, topping their champagne and feeding them grapes, and they're talking trash. And uh, you'll have, like, some of the roster come through and then them, like, denying them or whatever. But here is just – they're just in the crowd in this thing. But Baby Steps, this is the first Toxic Lounge. But mm. great name for a club. The Toxic Lounge? Yeah. yeah. Sounds yeah. like it. It, it, could be a, it could be a set, like a – the VIP area for for Cafe Bar when we eventually open. That's right. Yeah, the Toxic the Lounge. The Toxic Lounge in the back. Yeah. yeah, at your at your uh, at your British live uh, watch along, you have a section where it's just you and the crew. Call it the Toxic Lounge, and then here in Toronto at mine, I'll have a Toxic Lounge. We'll have our own Toxic Lounges. Shall I just take my own ropes and things and just sell, <laughs> take some pillows? Excuse me, this is my uh, area. Red pillows. This is my to- yeah. yeah, yeah. I've always wanted a red, red heart-shaped heart-shaped velvet pillow and pillow or, mm. or just the hot tub looks great they needed they yeah. need to shoot vignettes in hot tubs yeah we go to io shirai and kaylee ray versus lash legend and amari miller am i right in thinking this is lash legends nxt debut i know she's had some matches on 205 but i think this is her nxt de- debut what really no we've seen have we not seen her wrestle i feel like no, i've seen her we've wrestle. only We've only seen lashing out. Yeah, we. I know we we watched her. She had a two hundred five match with Saray, I remember, and and a few matches there. But I can't think of her having a an NXT match. Um, I I well, think you might be right because I do recall that she's wrestled on two hundred five live. Uh, R.I.P. two hundred five live. But hmm. uh, I I can't recall her ever wrestling on NXT. No. And we haven't seen lashing out in quite a long time for a, a long time. Yeah. We get a, a Rana and the tiger faint kick from EO to lash legend. And then EO goes to the top rope and kind of falls off and legend follows up with some strikes to her. Uh, EO comes back with the missile drop kick. Amari Miller makes the tag. EO does her matrix escape. And she does it where she sort of goes on her hands in almost the, the backwards crab, like Bray Wyatt position. And Amari just sweeps the hand away. Miller then catches Kaylee Ray, who's been tagged in, with the spinning heel kick. We get a big pump kick from Legend. But uh, Ray comes back with the super kick, followed by the KLR bomb. And then hits a, a second rope moonsault, which Vic noted didn't get all of that. And then the top rope moonsault from EO to, I, I believe, Lash Legend here for the win. Yeah, uh, it was. It seemed pretty quick. And I guess uh, we've seen Amari just u- be used as enhancement talent. But I guess that's where kind of Lash, Leng- Le- Lash Legend is now as well. Uh, I mean, I didn't even realize that this was 
the first time on NXT. But uh, yeah, I, I like the, the, the pairing of EO and Kaylee Ray. And I think we, we kind of figured they would be going forward. Uh, I'd say it's either between this team and Raquel and, uh, and Cora that probably are the, like what other team, I don't even know what other teams are in this. And they're already saying it's ending in a few weeks when this is like the first, it just doesn't seem that built up when you're just, Hey, here's no entrances for these two enhancement talent, Amari and Lash legend. And then EO and Kaylee Ray, like beat them pretty quickly. So the, 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 the men's side seemed to have a bit more like they had some video packages and here it seems like they're just doing it to do it. And that's how I felt about the NXT women's tag titles. It's like ever since they've had them here, they've mm. just been chilling and not really like, yeah, toxic attraction, whatever, but just feels like not, not heavily focused on. But uh, I guess this is just the first it's, week of this, but it's more giving the women something to do rather than the men's it's like usually a tournament i really look forward to because you've got some really strong tag teams in the division um i think i think when we get to our later rounds maybe um like i can imagine eo and kaylee ray versus i'll I'll have to look at the way the brackets are but uh against casey and caden could be pretty good Uh, i think in the latter rounds we'll, we'll get some uh some stronger matches here but i yeah this I don't really think you wanted this to be much longer than this, to be honest. I know we normally complain about the short match times, but um, I, I don't think I'd wanted to see much more than this. I, I don't think anyone really saw Lash Legend or Amari Miller winning. I thought EO and Kaylee Ray looked a little sloppy, um, which isn't like them. Like there were a few fumbles in this match. Um, Legend clearly had, she's got quite a bit of height on her. And when she was doing, a couple of her her kicks and things, I think, uh, looked kind of impressive just because of how tall she is and those long legs. Uh, but she is very very new to this and very green. Uh, Amari Miller's a, a little a little better, but yeah, I, I didn't think this was great, really. Yeah, I didn't care for it too much. Uh, but I guess we'll see some bigger matchups between bigger teams down the line with this tournament. We go to Dante Chen backstage who says Duke Hudson thinks he's a big shot when he attacked me the other week. He talked a big game a few weeks ago and he says even when he knew I had a family emergency, he still attacked me or whatever. And I'm like, oh, man, that that was me. He says last week was Vengeance Day, but I'll have my vengeance today and it will be hard sweeping Persia off her feet when I take out his legs. Damn. Um. Yeah, Dante Chen mad at Duke for attacking him the other week. Um, He didn't sound too good here, did he? No, I wanted to give this guy a chance every time we've seen him in little flashes. I'm like, okay, he's a pretty good wrestler from what we've seen. But I think maybe this didn't work too too well for me. But uh, Mm. I was kind of like, okay, well, you know, if that's how you sound then i want to see you back up your words i want you to see you take out duke and that didn't really help either so he kind of sounded like a geek i guess yeah yeah <laughs> we go to the main event of the evening briggs and jensen <laughs> and we've got uh briggs who i thought with his his backwards hat kind of covering his his hair today looked looked rather like you had a similar smile Similar beard. I always write Brooks uh, and Jensen. I don't. Is that his name, Brooks Jensen? Brooks Jensen is one guy's name. Is one guy's name. Okay, Captain Friendzone. Yeah, yeah. Brooks Jensen uh, and Josh Briggs. Josh Briggs. Yeah. Briggs says, uh, 
you're in the zone and we're going to have to help you get back on the horse. And Briggs, who's been living under a rock for the last decade, I think, says, we're going to film you for one of those dating apps. And uh, so he's, he sets up the camera and starts filming uh, Briggs, who's in a uh, a Von Erichs t-shirt here. Yeah, great shirt. Um, he keeps on wearing these, like, throwback wrestling shirts, doesn't he? Like, southern, like, Texas wrestling yeah. well, wrestlers. We've talked about... We, who's his dad again? Bull Buchanan. Yeah, Bull Buchanan. I don't know what that has to do with... That, that. classic <laughs> southern legend, Bull Buchanan. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. So, <laughs> first attempt, um, Jensen goes... Hi, I'm Briggs. So even he gets his name wrong. He says the wrong name. So I I wouldn't feel so bad about it. So Josh Briggs is like, no, man, your name's Brooks Jensen. And he's like, oh, yeah. And then he's like, hi, I'm Brooks Jensen. And he's like, no, no, why are you yelling? And then they start yelling at each other. And it's it's hilarious. It's wonderful wow. stuff. Uh, I mean, you've, if you've listened to the show, we've tell, we tell you the matches you should always check out. But we always tell you the, the promos and big things that happen on the show that you should check out and cherry pick of NXT 2.0. And these are definitely – you can't miss anything with Brooks and Jensen. Since the original steak grilling promo vignette thing, we have just been – fascinated with these two and it just keeps they just keep piling it on like last legend here they they went huh that's kind of not working let's just pretend it never fucking happened whereas these guys are like nope we're gonna push the we're gonna keep doing this and it just keeps they keep digging it they keep going at it and 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 it was it was them being southern boys and then they're just they're they're with Casey and Caden at the concerts and the rave thing, the country boots and hearts thing, and then now he's hitting on Caden, and then now he's oh man, I mean, uh, I'm in, I'm totally yeah, in. It's so bad, um, it's good. Again, it's so bad, uh, it's and I good. feel for Briggs. Yeah, sorry, Jensen, you know, being in the in the friend zone. We'll, yeah, you associate. We'll be talking more. Yeah. We'll be talking more about the friend zone in our in our lame Miz review uh, coming up later in the week. But uh, so something zone? I'm sure. I, oh, there's a lot of friend zoning. <laughs> like these guys yeah. should change the name of their their tag team to the zone. Like, yo, not now, chief. I'm in the fucking zone. I'm in the yeah. zone. <laughs> uh, I I I like again. I I hate these guys so much now that I love these guys. They've completely t- given me a 180. Uh, yeah. But it is 2022. We have talked about swiping left and all this stuff. So why are we? talking about well i thought that now but we'll get to the vignette later and it it does kind of make sense like, but i was yeah. like because this was like oh this, this you can tell bruce pritchard is writing this because this is what he thinks uh dating apps is but they do kind of they do kind of pay that off a right, bit later right right i mean do you have any do you do you have any advice for people who are stuck in the friend zone um what would you tell someone you've got to decide you you've got to decide uh is it worth losing them as a friend? I think that's the thing you've got to weigh up. And, and that's what makes being in the friend zone so hard. Or, um, I mean, or being in the friend zone, you got to decide, is it worth losing the 24-7 title over? Yeah, it's, it's true. Right, yeah. It's true. Well, more, on, more on the zone later. Mm. <laughs> we go to Duke Hudson versus Dante Chen. Uh, Duke's hair is completely grown back now. You, you wouldn't know he had a hair versus hair. A few weeks ago, Dante attacks Duke during his entrance. He hits a big splash in the corner, followed by a DDT for a two count. 
But Hudson comes back with a big boot, followed by the Razor's Edge. And he he almost like... Uh, Razor's Edge, we often see like Ethan Page does it where he like launches them, whereas he comes crashing down with them. I thought it looked actually yeah. really good. Oh, no, actually, yeah, this Razor's Edge is sweet. He like drops... He power bombs you with it, but it looks yeah. good. It looks good. And Duke pins up the win, uh, picks up the win here. So yeah, you, you kind of wanted to see Dante get his... His revenge his here, in. but he 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 just looked like a a bit of a geek here. Um, but Duke, yeah, there's definitely uh, I like that razor's edge. I, I think there's definitely I, I can see an upside to this guy, but maybe it hasn't been fully realized quite yet. Yeah, we'll see. At we'll least see. at least he's not playing poker anymore. Yeah, he's playing exactly. he's playing with people's lives instead, as we'll see. He later. is people's hearts. We have a a vignette for uh, Black. History Month, uh, we see Booker T visiting a school in Oak Cliff, Dallas, uh, which is like a, an underserved um, like community in Dallas that they've set up a community center for the kids. And Booker T is there doing some pretty nice stuff there. So always nice, these Black History Month uh, videos. All, all the times you see like Connor's Cure and all these kind of stuff, I think WWE do pretty well. Do you think... Um, sorry, If go. you were Booker T... Would you have Booker? Would you have that song by Bad Bunny as like your own ringtone, like the Booker T? Like Booker T? I think I bet you it's his ringtone. I mean, I haven't had a ringtone for about. We, we were saying if you're like, Booker T videos for dating apps. <laughs> uh, I'd have it maybe as my alarm to wake up. Yeah, all right. I think that That's that fair. would get you hyped. Yeah. You'd feel Booker you'd feel a big T. deal if. Waking up in the morning kind of sucks. If you realize there's like a hit song about you. made for you, yeah. I think that would give you like some BD in the morning. Every day right? you're in the shower just <laughs> listening to a, a song about you. Yeah, that'd be great. Booker T. Just, yeah. He just stands there. Yeah. Uh, we get Carmelo and Hayes and Trick Williams, who were celebrating last week's big uh, win against Cameron Grimes. Melo says, when I shoot, I don't freaking miss. And tonight is a Melobration. Last week, I said I'll have the match of the night, and I did. I said I'd beat Cameron Grimes and steal the show, and I did. I really don't miss, and I tell you that to tell you this. I put on the performance of a lifetime. No one last week was talking about Bron, Pete Dunne, or the Creed Brothers. They were talking about the A champion, and the A stands for absolute best. No one can touch me in the ring, on the mic, or on the bird app. Damn. A little little reference to his his kind of Twitter beef with Max Cassidy. Yeah, yeah, he he does the thing the same like hand signal last week. So the A thing, and then Max Caster from the Acclaimed on AEW tweeted out like, "Oh, see, everybody loves the Acclaimed." And Mello responded with, uh, "Sorry, I didn't know that was your thing. I don't watch the YouTube show." And well, Twitter, <laughs> Twitter, uh, he got him. He he got him. He got yeah. him that one. A champ. For sure, showing Max Ca- everybody's favorite Max Caster, uh, <laughs> a little, yeah, a little bit of some some heat there on the bird app, as he says. But yeah, Pete Dunn interrupts and says, "What are you on about? You say you've beaten everyone, but you haven't beaten me. You say you're the A champion, and I don't think the absolute best would be sat on the sidelines at WrestleMania weekend. You say you're the absolute best, then prove it. Next week, the A champ." versus the bruiser weight trick williams interrupts and says no that ain't happening and calls him skeet dunn 
which I don't know if you've been following the the Kanye West saga. The Kanye meltdown. On social media over the past few weeks or days. And, well, I mean, uh, Kim Kardashian, Kanye's ex-wife, is in a relationship with Pete Davidson. But Kanye on social media has been calling him Skeet Davidson. So uh, I was expe- – as soon as Pete Dunne came out, I was like, Carmelo's going to call him Ski Davidson. I literally <laughs> wrote it down before he even did it, and uh, it made me laugh when he did say that. But um, but yeah, Skeet, 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 Skeet. <laughs> then Trick says uh, – sorry, Melo says, look, I don't back down from a challenge. And Trick says he's going to beat you just like he beat Cameron Grimes – when Cameron Grimes attacks both Trick and Mello from behind, and this sets up our match, uh, which is taking place after the commercial break, uh, Cameron Grimes versus Trick uh, Williams here. But yeah, we, we've set up, it's been confirmed for next week, Mello versus Pete Dunn. I thought it might be something that we'll uh, see at uh, Stand and Deliver, but maybe we're going for a three-way instead? At the pay-per-view? Or the yeah. premium live event or whatever. Yeah. Um I would I would have assumed it was Pete Dunn versus Carmelo, but then yeah, they're saying that's happening next week and Grimes is still involved. It's either a triple threat or maybe they add even more people to that. Maybe they make it like a six man North American ladder match, like a ladder match. Like how they did yeah. the first North American title. So like you could do something like that. Um which I wouldn't mind. But I I, yeah. I do want to see Melo Pete. I do want to see Grimes again. I do think uh Mello was right. I mean, me and you both said last week that, hey, we were going into that thinking Creed and MSK were going to steal the show. And, and don't get us wrong, they had a great match, but we were we were praising Carmelo Grimes at just a bit more. And uh, he is he, he is owning this character. I, I definitely am mm. super into uh, Mello. And even Trick, with the little spots in and kind of being his hype man, uh, is is definitely hitting for me now. Even like the first line had my attention where it's like, oh, it's a mellobration. I was like, he's, he's using puns. This guy's great. Yeah. And that tweet thing with Matt Caster, I did happen to see this week and I was like, wow, he, he got him. But uh, I think I'm pretty interested in any... Um, I, I thought for a second they'd unify... I thought the match would be Braun and Carmelo and unify th- those titles as well. The way things are going with everyone unifying <laughs> title v. title this and all that. But... But yeah, Skeet Davidson was definitely the highlight of this show. I cannot, I could not get over how, how he got away with that again. But, uh, yeah. And I did, I noticed, like, again, Kanye, the, the, the Netflix doc part one came out and I watched it last night. It was just incredible. But, uh, go check that out if you're a Kanye fan. We go to Grimes versus Trick Williams. Uh, Grimes wiggles his butt and tells Trick to kiss his grits. Uh, Trick comes back with a clothesline, stomps, a scoop slam, and a drop kick. Uh, Trick has these uh, like really kind of long legs, so some of his kicks actually look pretty nice. He hit a nice looking spinning heel kick for a two count, and then but keeps going to this like chin lock, uh, almost like the money clip where he's hooking the the arm, but but not quite. Not quite, um, Okada. Grimes. <laughs> not quite. No. Uh, Grimes starts to fire back but gets caught with a big pump kick by Trick but comes back with his his huge spinning side effect but Williams kicks out. Trick, uh, sorry, Grimes then goes for the cave-in but Williams rolls the outside. So Grimes goes for the cave-in on the floor but Trick dodges and then Mello tells him to go get him and, well, Trick turns right around into a super kick on the outside 
Grimes rolls Trick into the ring and goes for his uh, his kind of standard like high cross off the top. But Grimes kind of catches, turns a little bit too late and just eats a knee in the face here. Uh, Look kind of nasty and you saw the ref checking on him. And then Grimes follows up with the cave in uh, to pin Trick Williams one, two, three. So yeah, kind of rehabbing Grimes after that loss last week. And he's definitely still featured in this storyline with uh, Grimes and Trick. But uh, we haven't seen a great deal of Trick actually in ring. What what did you make here? Yeah, uh, I swear we've seen him before. And he kind of did similar moves. Like you said, it's like a spin heel kick. But he doesn't like jump when he does it. It's like standing because he does really have really long legs and like kicks a guy in the head. It didn't. He, he didn't necessarily look bad to me in any way, shape, or form. But it, that cross body off the top, we've seen Grimes do it a million times. And it was also almost like Trick was supposed to turn around but didn't. But mm. Grimes had already jumped or something, so I think that's why the the knee hit him in the head there. But uh, it was it was fine and kind of gives Grimes a bit of his heat back in this feud that seems to have different people in different pieces. But I wouldn't be shocked if we get the triple threat or some sort of other people added to it to make a multi man for the stand and deliver. But um, yeah, yeah, I thought I thought Trick looked better here, and it's always something you can when the title eventually comes off mellow, you could look at a sort of tag run with these two perhaps. Um, but uh, yeah, th- this, this was the right. title ain't ever but, coming off him fam. What are you talking about? You unify them all. Yeah. I, 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 I'm, I'm definitely in the, 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 the fan group here where I, I, I'm, I'm seeing a lot of people are getting behind Carmelo and I'm like, man, I, I definitely see it. I see, I see a lot of things for this guy in the WWE. Yeah, absolutely. We go back to, Briggs and Jensen uh, trying to record uh, his his dating videos. Well, his first attempt is, do you live in a cornfield because I'm stalking you? Oh. Then he goes, hi, I'm a Leo. Rawr. If you were a transformer, you'd be Optimus Fine. And then he's like, "Who? what are transformers? Just showing showing his age there. Uh, this this Brooks I don't Jensen. know if it's showing his age. I mean, he doesn't know what dating really is. He doesn't know dating apps. He didn't even know what dating videos were, and he doesn't know what Transformers are. I don't know if he knows anything other than Von Erich Wrestling and Tractors and whatever else. And Caden Carter. <laughs> and Caden Carter. Like, is Caden Carter just the first woman he's ever met outside he's of ever his seen. farm <laughs> town or something? I don't. I don't know. Um, yeah, I mean, again, it's cheesy cheesy lines uh i hate love these guys so much i love these. he guys. goes on to say uh all right well i like guys uh, i like girls and i like guys no wait not like that like not not that that's wrong not that liking guys is wrong just i i like girls i actually like this one girl called called Caden, and well oh, Caden, she's so nice and he gets all kind of goofy and then realizes this isn't probably the best thing to do on a dating app and just says, Briggs, please stop recording. Uh, um, yeah. Uh, bless this guy. Bless this guy's heart. He's he's trying, but um, yeah. I won't. So, so I won't bless the guy who or person uh, who wrote some of these jokes. <laughs> you don't like? Do you live in a cornfield? Because I'm stalking you. No, I didn't like that one. I didn't like the didn't like the stuff afterwards either. But not my favorite right. one in the in the series of. 
in the trilogy the of tr- videos tonight. Trilogy of Brooks Jensen. <laughs> Fuck, man. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, but you feel for the. I mean, it's like when you are on Tinder or Bumble or whatever, and you see someone's profile bio says, "I miss my ex." Or like you finally go on a date with someone who just gets drunk and wants to talk about their ex. You know, it's yeah. it feels like that's what he's going through. Uh, you you laugh like you can relate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, poor guy. We we feel for this mm. guy. You know, they're they're trying something. They they really are. We do. Yeah. We go to Champa, who's backstage lifting weights, looking ripped. He's insane. And- he's insanely jacked. Like I know it looked yeah, like he, he looks like dyed his shredded. beard a little bit for Raw or, mm. or main roster run, maybe possibly. But he's just he's always looked jacked, but he's like crazy. He's been hanging out with Fabian Eichner and you, Marcel Bartel. You look at him compared to like cruiserweight classic champ. Different pe- person. The original Dusty Classic. Yeah. It's it's incredible. He's the crazy shape this guy yeah, is. It's crazy. Braun Breaker comes into the locker room and says, I'll be out there watching the match. And Champa says, look, the way I see it is it's Champa one, Breaker one, but I need to know who the better man is. Bron says, I look forward to the rubber match. Now, I remember when they set up uh, the the uh, second match, the match that Breaker won. Champa said, you won war games. I won the singles match. Right. Here's the rubber match, right, right, but right. No, no, again, no. we're talking about singles. <laughs> but yeah, kind of teasing a a um, teasing the idea that we might go back to to this at some point. So uh, I could definitely see them revisiting this before maybe Champer eventually moves up, having some kind of big blow off, maybe stipulation match or or two out of three falls. We know that's kind of a the usual kind of climax in in NXT. Um, maybe that's something we get with these two and potentially for standard deliver if if uh the Dolph Ziggler matches before then. That's if he loses tonight, you know. <laughs> the third the rubber match. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. it's weird. Again, I did watch Raw last night and then I did notice Champa on it and I was like, ah, like definitely not how I imagined him kind of being portrayed. But uh I guess I don't know. I just don't know like is he gonna be in the twenty four seven title picture by the end of the year? Like is that what's gonna happen with this guy? I don't know. I, I do think he's a good wrestler, but I'm just uh, clearly some people don't see some things in him, uh, but I I, well, like I, I don't that that wasn't really like a raw debut. That wasn't kind of debut. That that was more promotion for NXT, yeah. right? Like yeah. it, it's furthering the feud with Dolph Ziggler more so than this is how he's going to be presented on on Raw right. is the way I saw it. Um, but he keeps on saying NXT is his home, his home. Yeah. He's there forever. forever. So who knows? We get. Chase University, it starts off with a bit of a, almost like a prospectus commercial for the university with shots of this, this make-believe place. And then we have Andre Chase in the classroom and he says, I'm going to say a phrase that was first stated in 1913, intestinal fortitude. And, and someone goes, well, what does that mean? He goes, it means to have a set of balls, Michael, you dumbass. And that brings me to Von Wagner. Uh, I called him out, but Robert Stone said it would be on his time. That shows he has no intestinal fortitude. It shows he has no balls. And another member of the class points out, look, Von is pretty big. What what will you do to him? 
And he says, what the fuck do you think I'll do to him? I'll fuck him up. And, and Bodhi is there in the classroom, stands up and goes, yeah, you will. Damn right I will, Bodhi. And that's a teachable moment. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He's, he's been funny whenever he swears and they censor it and he just goes off. So uh, he's about to get fed to Von Wagner. Yeah. So uh, in this kind of new, new improved Von Wagner. I love how they, they go, hey, we're going to show you what Chase University looks like. And it's like stock footage of just kids walking on a campus somewhere. That's definitely. I found it quite yeah, funny. It's totally yeah. not because he's just in the closet at the PC where they're filming this. But then it's like, here he is at this. It's like an SNL sketch when they show you an, a stock image of something and then go, now we take you to the, it's like that. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> yeah. That, these are, these are all right. I, I don't think he's great, but I do get a kick whenever he's sort of swearing. He says, what the fuck do you think I'll do? I'll fuck him up. I mean, considering how he talks trash to Von Wagner and how Von is going to respond later is like, this guy sounds a lot more uh, exciting and and scarier than how Von is. We go to the debut of Nikita Lyons. Uh, she'll be taking on Kayla Inlay, who we, we saw in a match just the, was it last week? Or Inlay. Ex-nay the yeah. Inlay. And... As Nikita's song was kind of cool. It's got like lions roars in it, and I know she was sort of singing along. I'm assuming it's um, it's her doing her own theme song because she's the music. I would think right? so. Yeah, I like how she. Or is it like a Jeff Jarrett kind of thing where it turns out it's going to be one of her roadies that are? She's yeah, that would be, yeah. Uh, she's got like a, so her name is Nikita Lyons, and her thing in the promos was all about how she likes to roar. I like how she's got everything from like the roar in the song, but her pose. Did you notice? It's like dark order but it's the double so it's like the the, the roar <laughs> like she does the pose like a lion i'm like yeah. i'm like all right yeah well. i guess her hair is kind of like a mane as well yeah it? sure uh, what do you, how would yeah. you explain her gear it's like it's like a bodysuit almost it's like a bodysuit but like, like almost like she's in a like action movie or or something i don't want to say like mortal Kombat, but it's like it's it's around that way it's that yeah it's that kind of vibe yeah. i see that um, well, it starts off with a bunch of wrist locks and hammer locks and headlocks from Nikita Lyons. Um, Kayla comes back and gives her a slap and then just gets caught in another arm lock. And then there's the shoulder tackles from Lyons and a hip toss and a knee in the corner. And then Kayla starts to come back and starts choking um, Nikita Lyons on the top rope and comes back with these knees to the gut Lyons catches her with a roll-up for a two-count and then delivers some knees of her own and then a punch to the gut. She roars like a lion and does a series of kicks. Inlay tries for a German suplex, but Nikita blocks it and hits a German of her own, a kip-up. And then a pretty cool-looking spin kick, followed by the split leg drop for the pin. Uh, yeah. So what's the real finish is like the kick to the head knocks her out, but then she split leg drops you cause it looks cool. Yeah. I, I did like the kind of the spin kick. It, it looked kind of nice. The fade to black, the black mass, the lion's roar. I'm sure mm. she'll call it something like that. The lion's roar. Yeah. Probably. I mean, this was the real main event for most seeing Nikita lions finally debut on NXT. Uh, yeah. Like it did have some slow parts that I would think like your first kind of, showcase here for anyone who's not watched 205 or level up or anything to kind of maybe 
do a few more exciting flashy moves, but then she did end up hitting like a cool German suplex and those kicks and, and stuff. And I think, uh, <laughs> who, who used to do a lot of people used to do the splits, like leg drop. I'm thinking Molina, Cameron, uh, Naomi, Naomi, I think, uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I didn't necessarily think, uh, she was bad and obviously has, uh, what, what, how did Wade Barrett, Wade Barrett describe, describe, <laughs> She, I, I think there's, there's potential, but I, I wasn't enough to like kind of, uh, do, do too much for me, uh, right away. Yeah, I, I think she wasn't we, bad. We've seen Kayla, we've seen Kayla Inlay in, in two of these matches now, like these just enhancement matches, and she's actually got quite a bit of in offense in in both of them, and she impressed me more in both of her matches than her opponent. I. Nikita Lyons, her, all of her vignettes were showing her striking and things and just didn't really show any of it until the end. And I thought apart from that final kick, I didn't think her strikes looked very good. Um, and I think they just gave a bit too much to her opponent here, uh, who they're not really trying to feature. Um, obviously, she's very new. Like, I, I don't know how many matches she's had, but she's not been wrestling long at all. She's a product of the PC. So... Um, she's not going to be great right away, but I don't think they did a good job in actually just, you know, showcase strengths, highlight, sorry. Uh, yeah. Showcase your strengths and, and hide your weaknesses. I, I don't think they did a really great job of, and just, you see her in all these vignettes with, with nunchucks and punching bags. And then she's doing wrist lock, hammer lock, headlock, arm drag, hip toss. And you're like, okay. Um, so yeah, I, I think, She's got a look, and I think the the singing, fighting thing could work. But uh, I didn't think this was the best way to do a like a debut match on NXT. I mean, wrestling Twitter just went nuts for her when uh, when she showed up because it was the first time a lot of people got to see her, and I I guess she's pretty popular uh, on wrestling Twitter. But uh, yeah, I, it wasn't enough to make me go. I, I want to give her a chance. I do think if you're showing, maybe it's Chekhov's gun here. I've seen you with. Nunchucks. I didn't get any nunchucks today, so maybe you need to be a bad guy and start. I don't know how you would incorporate nunchucks. Like Steve Blackman, even Steve Blackman didn't really use the nunchucks, so I don't know. Mm. Uh, but yeah, but the, I I almost feel like you should have just had to do the kick and win. Like I, I felt it, it was a short match, but I wouldn't call it a squash match because Inlay got quite a bit in against her and kind of had her in the ropes for a bit. And I think you just show. This one would have looked way more like a killer. She's been talking the talk all these yeah. weeks. If she just did strike, 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 spin kick to the head and that leg drop finish, you'd go, oh, wow, okay. And and kind of build it up a bit more, maybe. Um, but anyway, we go backstage to Duke Hudson and Persia Parada comes in and congrats, congratulates him on his win. And he just grabs her by the waist and kisses her. Indy Hartwell walks in. And this was a oh, right man. smooth. This was pause, stare at each other deeply in the eyes. And he just grabs her. and Just uh, just swap and spit. Tonsil hockey. On oh, TV. yeah. Indy Hartwell walks in and goes, Oh, Persia, gross. What are you doing? And and Persia kind of walks off. She runs off. She runs off. Ah. And Duke says, gross, well, you used to enjoy it. And he says, well, that was a long time ago, Duke. 
well, it doesn't have to be. And then the camera pans and we see Dexter, who's seen the whole thing and just drops his head. It's as if he's in Arrested Development. Charlie Brown's music going to play. <laughs> and he walks off. <laughs> and then he's like, no, no, it, it wasn't. You didn't see everything. It, it's not what you think. Yeah, yeah, this is like a cartoon come to life. This was like a Calvin and Hobbes. I don't know what this was. Bugs Bunny style sketch, but the kiss was like uh, a little uh, uh, abrupt, a little aggressive from Duke. But so, so I'm assuming the story is Indy used to date Duke or whatever, and now Dexter's finding out about it. So he's he's heard about it. Yeah, and and Persia is uh, sorry, uh, Indy's warning um, Persia about him, but is it out of jealousy or is it because he was a right dick to her? But yeah, Dexter got the wrong idea here. Yeah, I don't know what's what's the, the storyline. Uh, NXT is horny, but like, damn, we're taking this to next levels now. Duke seemed really wooden here as well. He kept doing this thing where he'd like puff his chest out. Like before he grabbed her, he like puffed his chest out as if he was gonna like do a dance. And then even after, he was like, "Gross." Well, you used to enjoy it. And puffed his chest out even more. It was, it was quite quite peculiar. Um, I don't know. Beats him. It's being behind a poker table, I guess. <laughs> yeah, now he's playing with OPP. I don't know. Uh, I didn't like it. I can tell you that because when it cut to Dexter, I guess they were trying to make me laugh when he did that that reaction. I I did in fact see Michael Sarah arrested, just head down, yeah, and I, I chuckled. And I just I don't think it was the laugh that they think they were getting. Like it was more of a. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> I don't know. Like Dexter is this silent comedy character yeah. somewhat so yeah. i don't know the second they, the second they announced this whole wedding thing even before back then we were like okay cool you know this is going to lead it's a fictional relationship that's going to lead in someone breaking someone's heart and we figure indy will make a great heel eventually i think the swerve is she gets she gets with duke oh wait well now he's with now he's kissing persia i don't i don't know where do you well that then that's how you go to yeah persia v indy and and dexter v duke i guess wow maybe maybe we did maybe it's like closer we just switch it all around have persia with dexter great movie have indy with duke great you're gonna have dexter be like you get you get the line (laughs) that oh dexter that should be like the first proper line from dexter yeah thank you thank you you for your honesty now and die you yeah dexter's first line will he'll say that yeah wow uh, yeah. For anyone, if you don't know what we're talking about, watch closer. The movie Closer, Julie Roberts. Uh, who's the classic Clive Owen? Clive Owen says it. Yeah. Julie Roberts, Natalie Portman, Jude Law. It's a really good movie. If, if you do, you want your heart yeah, broken just from watching a movie. If you're going through relationship yeah. problems, maybe don't watch that movie. That that's what we need next week. It, well, after after Brooks Jensen finally gets with Caden and they get the breakup. Uh, yeah, Josh Briggs needs to sit him down and show him. Close, like right? I don't. I feel. I feel weird. Like I. I love wrestling, the silly world of pro wrestling. But I watched Raw last night, and the whole twenty four seven thing with Dana Brooke and um, fuck, what's that guy's Reggie. Reggie is so like exactly what we're seeing. Terrible. Yeah, but we're seeing that we've been seeing that same shit in like NXT, and tonight we have guys trying to do the dating app stuff while we have other storylines like it's they're all like similar they're all going around relationships and and stuff and it kind of just feels like cringy oh yeah <laughs> very it is. very cringy 
But that that's what they're preparing them for now. Isn't yeah, it? it's like, it's hey, like you need to know how to do this. Why why do the super indies when eventually yeah. you're going to have to um, do... fight over a shitty championship with Dana Brooke? So we might as well train you it, here. It doesn't matter if you can do five-star matches and this and that and go the distance. What matters yeah. if is if you can act and know how to kiss on screen and... Exactly. You know, cheat. Exactly. Whatever they're doing. You're seeing the light, Braden. Uh, You're seeing the light. Definitely seeing it. Yeah, I'm not watching Raw ever fucking again. Not once. Raw through Twitter, way more fun. But I will continue to watch this show because now I got to see if if Brooks gets with Caden. Now I got to see if Indy and Dex split up or something. Like, they got me. This is like soap opera, relationships, all Mm. that. It's sex sells. We go to Robert Stone with Von Wagner. Robert Stone says, we heard what you said earlier, Andre Chase, and you may be book smart, but you're not street smart. Last time I tried, uh, like, I gave you a pass, I gave you a buy, but next week you won't be so lucky. This is Von Wagner's world, and Von finishes off, and you're just living in it. Remember when when we used to do... uh... BD Elite, or what did we call it before that? We called it Up Next Drug. Like Brian Cage. It's exactly like Brian Cage. It's like the one guy says all your stuff, and then who's better than Cage? Nobody. It's like he doesn't sound the way nobody. I I, I didn't think Von sounded as bad as he sounded. I don't know. Him, I like... want. I again. You you know. I think he's an incredible wrestler, but I I don't I don't know. Even literally, you had one fucking line, and you still sounded. Weird. I don't know. Uh, I think I think we can turn this around, though. I think Robert Stone and Von Wagner actually will work, but they got to do better than that. And now Von is all in the in the suit and everything. He looks better. Um, he looks better. Yeah. I think this is. I mean, this is just almost the the entry feud, isn't it? Since since they kind of reestablish his character, and he's just going to murder this guy next week, and then maybe move on to bigger things. But uh, I've agreed with you in the past with him, but I like he said five words here he said maybe two you're just living in it and i i i laughed so i i do think he can they can wait make this work i do think eventually this pairing will work but uh it still made me laugh we go to the creed brothers with malcolm bivens and they're they're celebrating the the win of the dusty classic bivens says let's talk about perception versus reality imperium want to say that they're real athletes but they aren't NCAA athletes or Olympic tryouts, but the Creed brothers are. Fabian and Marcel haven't even won the Dusty Classic. They say they're fighting champions, but they haven't defended it in weeks. And then Gunner, well, sorry, what's his name again? Is he real or fake? You're just a coleslaw and wiener schnitzel eating. And then Imperium's music hit and they come out and Gunther says, you will not speak of Imperium in this fashion. And Bivens once again calls him Gunner. He goes, it's pronounced Gunther. And you will show Gunther respect. And it doesn't matter if you've won the Dusty Cup. You'll never take these tag team championships away from us. And then Imperium, the Creeds, start to brawl. And Gunther just stares down Malcolm Bivens, who cowers into the corner. When Solo Sokoa, out of nowhere, just drops uh, Gunther with this super kick. And a very scared-looking Bivens just gives him the the thumbs up. Yeah, quite interesting that it kind of 
incorporating a few different pieces here where you have, uh, I mean, first of all, I already had my Skeet Davidson reference earlier, but Malcolm Bivens calling Gunther Gunna is, uh, he's pushing that P. He's dripping too hard. I laughed so hard. And then he got a reaction and then he says it again specifically to get the reaction. But Gunna is the name of a, a, a popular uh, rapper. These days, so he's calling him Gunna, uh, which I think right. he should continue to. I, I Malcolm Bevins was in his zone because as he was doing that, the crowd were chanting Walter, and and Gunther's like, no, no, that's not my name, and they're chanting Walter. Bevins was was cracking a smile, like, yeah, all right, I'm I'm good at this. I think he is good at this, um, mm. and yeah, Solo Sokoa mixing in that sounds good. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that match. That's coming next week, I think. Yeah, Solo, Solo yeah, Sokoa, Solo Sokoa, Walter, Walter and yeah. Gunther. Gun- sorry. Gunna. So, yeah, quite quite looking forward to that one. We have more of Briggs and Jensen, and they're still taking videos. And Fallon, the bartender, comes in and says, hey, you know you can just take a picture. He's like, what? It's like, yeah, let me take a picture of you, and I'll set up your profile. She's helping them here, and, yeah. And Jensen's like what the fuck man i've we've been doing all these videos and and i can just take a a picture and briggs goes well your disastrous dating life is my favorite form of entertainment Ah. so i think they listen i think this was for us and i think i think uh briggs was kind of just uh like channeling us here he's like yeah i'm just just making you do all this dumb shit because it's Funny. very entertaining <laughs> in a really weird way. Well, I would never do um, that to you. Would you ever do that to me? Just get st- no. I, I don't mean. <laughs> I mean hearing us talk yeah. about these guys. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. I. You know what? I thought um, like these these segments are terrible, but I, I thought Briggs is starting to sound more natural here. Actually, he's doing less of the kind of. I am playing a macho man, grabbing his belt and all that. And he actually sounded like a human being this week. Jensen, not so much. I love, was it the, was it, where's the smile when he just poses? Like it's the, the awkward <laughs> smile with like almost his eyes closed or whatever. It's like when I'm, oh, I'm put, I'm putting it in the show graphic. Yeah, it's week, amazing. It's so funny. It's like when you're super stoned, he's just like smiling, like, ah, <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, so good. I mean, so another, like, the storyline is he's interested in Caden, but I think Fallon, maybe she's going to be interested in them or one of them. Or I don't, I don't know. Is Fallon going to, is Fallon going to like Jensen and then Briggs likes Fallon? I don't Just know. love triangles. Oh. All I know is we're going to get a lot more of yeah, this. This ain't over. <laughs> this is not over. Oh yeah. yeah. Fallon is going to join these two more way every week. We're going to see these three now just do more dating. I think he's going to have Tinder now. We got to have an interaction with Grayson Waller, like helping him, you know, he's yeah. put your height on it and, you know, pic- put pictures with fish or whatever dudes do on that thing. Uh, uh, mm. More of that. Jensen would be a guy who puts uh, a picture of oh, himself with a fish have a and fish his truck. Though, so yeah. His thing will be like yeah. uh, <laughs> one half of an NXT tag team. I love my truck. I love beer. <laughs> I love fishing. It's shit like that. Absolutely. Die Hard's his favorite movie. <laughs> Die Hard? Um, no, I think he, I'm trying to think of like what's a more broy movie. There's more broy movies than Die Hard, like Top Gun. Uh, fuck, 
know. There's something that we're we're not missing with the, like the real broy. Like I feel like Anchorman got in that spot, even though it's amazing. But like it got super people like mm-hmm. Tagadela Knights because <laughs> he taught they right. taught they, they they use lines from that movie in their things. Yeah. We see some footage from the the PC of uh, uh, Draco training and sorry, like working out when he's approached by Joe Gacy and Harland. And Mackenzie's interviewing Gacy as this footage is showing. And Gacy says, look, we approached him at the place he feels most comfortable in a gym at night all alone. And he took it the wrong way, but that's okay. And you're seeing in the in the kind of security footage here, uh, Draco pushing them away. Um, and he said, but he's a nice piece of clay that would be lovely to mold. And next week he'll be in a match and he'll realize it's far better to be surrounded by friends than be alone. Mm. Yeah, he's using more of those buzzwords in the promo being against each other. I do, you know, I, I will say Joe Gacy is not wrong about something. Sometimes people are on opposite sides of the conversation and that doesn't mean, you know, it's the end of the world. Right. Hmm. Like, so I think a lot of yeah. people do need to actually, you know, just because, you know, people have different things like, like my tweet about Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart, which now my phone tells me is a thousand people are arguing with me over this. It's like, Hey, just cause you're on the opposite side. It's okay as long as no one, you know. But I kind of want them. I kind of want Draco to join these guys. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I think he should be just brainwashed, murdered yeah. next week, and taken under their wing. Yeah. I, I kind of, I, I liked sometimes with these two. Well, with Gacy, it's it's buzzwords for the sake of buzzwords. But I liked kind of the disguise here, where he's saying, "Oh, I just because we, we've seen like um, Draco's whole thing is." I'm like the last one in the gym at night, the first one there in the morning. And like, he's been saying this in his vignettes for a a few weeks now, but him saying we approached him in a place he feels most comfortable. Like he's saying it as if it's a good thing, but no, he actually ambushed him when he's all alone at night, which no one wants to be alone at night being approached by Harland, you know, like that's scary. And even at the end when he's like, it's far better to be surrounded by friends, you think he's going to say surrounded by enemies, but he's like, no, then be alone. So I, I think it's like kind of clever, um, the stuff he's doing here and interested to see kind of the next evolution. And I think having maybe recruit this guy into into their team would be a good next step. Yeah. We go to our next uh, dusty classic uh, women's tag match. It's Ivy Nile. And Tatum Paxley taking on Casey and Caden. Uh, Casey and Caden make their entrance. Now they've got these like light up glow in the dark shoulder pad kind of things as they're blowing these smoke cannons. Uh, it's it's a rave, it's yeah, lit. Uh, fantastic it's so stuff. So lit. We get a spinning splash from Casey for a two count. Uh, she goes for a Rana but gets hoisted up into an electric chair by Tatum and then uh, launched, just thrown off the shoulders into a big right hand to the gut from Ivy Nile. There's this kick to the throat from Ivy Nile. And then they tried this like double team sort of, it was almost like the magic killer kind of, but didn't look great from Ivy and Tatum here. 
There was then a standing moonsault from Paxley, which did look quite nice. And then Caden comes in with the super kick and Caden and Casey hit their 450 splash neckbreaker combo to Tatum for the win. Yeah, it was pretty quick. It allowed some offense from Ivy and Tatum, but like you said, there was some weird stuff as well. But it, it felt pretty quick and it felt like Caden uh, and Casey also got their kind of high spot stuff in there. The like roll through Cabrada kick super kick thing from Caden always looks good um <laughs> what did you think of Casey Catanzaro's uh braids were they braids what were those things on her head they look like braids to it, me it, obviously it was like uh, attachment what do you call the attachments Tracks. yeah like extensions. Yeah, extensions it was kind of like Lance Archer's wasn't it like she had red on one side and white on the other yeah or like Zia Lee's kind of done this as well um yeah yeah we were right <laughs> Their looks evolving. Sorry, you know, Casey Catanzaro and Lance Archer have similar hairstyles. That's someone yeah. needs to put those two together. <laughs> yeah, that was all right. Um, no, I thought this did an, a good. I think that it did showcase Ivy Nile a bit. Like it did keep her strong after the match. She beats up uh, Paxley for kind of losing the match and puts her in this choke. And then Roddy kind of tells her, "All right, chill now. That's enough." So yeah. I think they. They kept Ivy Nile strong in this, and I thought her offense looked pretty good as as always. And but Casey and Caden's the right team to move forward here, and I think um, I think them mixing up with uh, like EO and and Kaylee Ray could be a pretty fun match. I've got they do they are pretty much the female MSK for me. I think they're really kind of fun and exciting to watch in the ring, and they've they've really worked on their sort of uh, tag moves and stuff. I just find them annoying outside the ring but i've got no problem with their their actual ring work and and hoping sort of to see some now we're into the moving into the semi-finals i think we should get some better matches in this this tournament yeah like both matches today were just squash matches really um i felt like the nikita lions match went longer than these matches honestly um i like how ivy is like all right this partner i got sucks i'm just gonna beat her up over it so it does keep the i i was completely expecting yeah. it before the match even started i'm like oh you're not gonna have yeah. um you're not gonna have them win here i'm just trying to see the brackets for the the women's actually um yeah I, i'm not i'm not super into casey and caden but i do think that they're they they have improved and could do longer more serious matches that do click and not just these kind of flashy uh matches but yeah they're very ravey with their their entrance yeah they'll they'll be taking on eo and kaylee ray in the semi so i i expect that to be be a pretty good match yeah. all right i like uh the the, uh, ta- the the girl's name was tatum and it reminds me of i think scream the friend's name was tatum scream am i crazy the og scream Wait, the new no, one the og tatum the original my nuts I all right all right can't remember will chamberlain we <laughs> <laughs> We go to Solo Sokoa, who says, last week I said I'd take the biggest guy and drop him, and I did just that. Bivens walks in and thanks Solo Sokoa for helping him and says, you got the juice now, Oose, and goes for a high five. But Sokoa says, I didn't do it for you. I did it for me, and walks off. And Bivens still has his hand in the air for the <laughs> high five, so he kind of offers it to Mackenzie, and she's like, nah, nah, mate. You got the juice. You got the juice, Zeus. Yeah, you know, you know where that's from. 
I do, yes. Yeah, check it out. Patreon.com slash up next. <laughs> we did a, a, review, we of did a review of Juice, Tupac. And uh, yeah, look at you. You're, 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 you're keep catching all these little one-liners. Oh, yeah. That's right. LA Knight's backstage and says, Just when I think I've had the last of you, you get a sneak one, two, three. I got to give you credit for that. But then Sanger goes down. Then Waller goes down. And I'm the last man standing. L.A. Knight. Yeah. So again, said the last man standing thing. So I think we know where this is going. Yeah. But that takes us to the main event. Dolph Ziggler versus Tommaso Ciampa. Number one contenders for the NXT Championship. Uh, Ciampa makes his way to the ring and he's hyped. He's yelling, this is my home. Always has been and always will be. Um, They get to the action right away. Uh, Dolph goes for a super kick, which Champa ducks. Uh, Champa then goes for the fairy tale ending, but Dolph blocks it. And then he goes for his big running knee, but Ziggler dodges this as well. They then square off and we just get this headbutt to the chin from Ziggler. And then Ziggler starts dragging Champa's face across the ropes. Champa fires back with a series of clothesline lowers his knee pad and goes for his knee strike again, but this is blocked. Ziggler goes for the zigzag, but that is blocked. And finally, Champa connects with the knee, like a V-trigger into the ropes, then catapults Dolph into the corner and follows with a big clothesline and drop kick. And then comes uh, Ziggler out of nowhere, hits the zigzag. Oh yeah, sorry. Uh, There's this kind of... uh, drop kick from Dolph and then comes and just meets this big right hand out of nowhere which rocks him but manages to hit the zigzag and just Ziggler is knocked out almost from this and just falls on top of Champa for a great near fall for the two count Ziggler then gets up goes to the super kick but eats a big boot followed by Project Champa but Ziggler kicks out uh, Champa exposes the knee again hits a V-trigger one, two, but Ziggler gets the foot on the rope. And then they're brawling on the outside. Ziggler runs Champa into the ring post and hits the zigzag on the floor. He tries to roll Champa back in and just makes it in time for the 10 count. He's setting up for his big super kick, but Champa evades it, goes for the fairy tale ending, but his, his left arm now is kind of uh, messed up from the zigzag on the floor and he can't actually hook the other arm for the move and then this allows Ziggler to apply, apply a sleeper which I thought they were actually this might have been the finish because Z- Champa was completely rocked after the zigzag on the outside but Champa gets back to his feet and drops Ziggler on his back but only a two count they're now fighting on the apron with chops back and forth and Champa delivers the air raid crash on the apron, but then is attacked by a masked cameraman. <sighs> a shot to the head with a camera, allowing Dolph to hit the super kick. One, two, three. <sighs> um, yeah, before we go to the post-match, what did you think of the match here? Yeah, I mean, I am a big fan of Champa. Uh, he is kind of in this weird limbo thing since the change of NXT and... It, it, I'm happy that he's still here and putting on good matches, but it's still kind of just, it just feels a bit 
m- moved away f- from this. I just don't know where we're going. But then they in in a, in like this little bubble of NXT, we got Ziggler, who's now here, which isn't normal. So it is pretty cool that two guys that you wouldn't really expect to have a match have a match here on Tuesday. And you know what, Ziggler. I feel like it's it's definitely past the the time when Ziggler was super over and a lot of people were like getting really behind him and they've they've heated him up and dropped the ball and heated him up and dropped the ball so many times where I'm just like, ah, okay, it's just Ziggler. But you know what? He still puts on some some pretty good matches. The crowd here were super hot for this. I know halfway through the match they were chanting fight forever, which I think uh <laughs> I don't know if Ziggler's gotten that in quite a long time. Uh, mm. or, or maybe at, at all in the past recent, but, uh, those crowds love to just chant that, don't they? Uh, but you know what? I did, I did get into this match. It had some pretty cool stuff, but I could, I, I've just, I could, the whole match, I'm like, all right, where is he? Where's that dirty damn dog who's been in NXT before? And sure as shit, well, he comes here at the end, but I, it, it protects Champa in a, in a way, but I think the, the money match and the match that we're all, we were all expecting is Ziggler to win, but I still, I still thought it was a good match. Great main event. Obviously, match of the night. Yeah, I, I actually really enjoyed this. I I often feel a bit shortchanged by the NXT main events, and I I didn't feel that here. I thought we actually got a decent amount of time, even with a commercial break breaking it up. I didn't feel as... Because often I feel like we do the entrances, we get commercial break, we have three minutes of the match, commercial break, and then we kind of go right to the finish. Whereas I felt we got a decent match here and even though we knew there was going to be some sort of screwy finish but it didn't really bother me and uh, I liked the stuff with Champa's arm kind of being messed up I what I love about Champa as well is he's he's now got all these finishes you know so it it makes a lot of the near falls really work because he's got you know the air raid crash he's got his his vicious knee to the head he's got the fairy tale ending he's got the um the willows willows bell and i i kind of like and even with dolph to an extent he's got the the super the sleeper and the zigzag and we the sleeper that, yeah. which yeah which i i think having multiple finishes makes these near falls work way more rather than just hitting a ddt and you go well he's going to kick out because it's just a ddt you know um no i i thought they worked a, a really nice match here and yeah, like Dolph has been heated and dropped, heated and dropped. But like, I think that makes him a, a good kind of candidate to come down to NXT and show. Yeah, but he's he has good wrestling. Like, that's what I want to see at the end of the day is is good wrestling matches. And we did get it here. And I think he'll be a good guy to to work against um, Bron because he's just going to bump around like crazy. Um, but also Bron being kind of the, the baby face here as well. Um, I totally see him giving Champa that that rubber match down the line. Um, so yeah, so, solid main event for me, and probably my favorite NXT match on TV for for a while actually. Because um, yeah, I, I really enjoyed this. After the match, both it's revealed that Bobby Roode is the cameraman, <sighs> and they start beating down on Champa. Bron Breaker runs out for the save and chases them off. Grabs the mic and says, you guys want to do two on one, huh? Well, how about next week? It's us, two versus you, two. How about you find your balls and we'll fight right now? And Rude and Ziggler kind of walk off like, nah, we don't want to fight right now. Then psych, they turn around, run to the ring, and we get a big 
brawl as NXT goes off the air. I love how Braun Breaker, A, always mentions numbers, therefore math in his promos. And B, it was two, was it 02, 2022 today? Or something yeah. along those lines. So And wanted two versus yeah, two. two. two, and there's just lots of twos on Tuesday. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I like when Braun was like, yo, find your ball. That's what I mean. And Braun is good at kind of getting to the point. He's not the guy who's going to go out and cut these long, long promos even earlier in the show. He's like, yo, grab your ball. Like, obviously, saying balls in wrestling is just so so popular right now. But, hey, grab your balls and let's fight is pretty much his character. And I'm, I'm I am... I'm about even it. with the line earlier about the Canadian tuxedo. He's like, Hey, I'm not paid to yeah. dress. I'm paid to fight. Like yeah. I like, he's like straight to the point. Uh, he's, he definitely sounds like Scott, but is way more sensical in his promo style than Scott Steiner is. Yeah. I, I'm a fan. And I, I am looking forward to the match. Actually. I think, uh, I think both Dolph and, and rude are stale on the main roster, but it does kind of, they're both talented wrestlers, you know, and it, it kind of freshens them up in my eyes a little bit. So uh, I like the integration of main roster with NXT and and hope we see more of it moving forwards. And I think we will. We've already had, you know, AJ come down and these guys come down. And I think it 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 makes the show, it, it makes up for me for the, you have like the real, real green beginner stuff that we see. And, but at least you get some stuff like this and maybe, feature some guys who aren't doing as much on the main roster who who can help some of these talents see like like i like dolph and i hey shout out former nxt champion bobby rude pays to be rude to show up here again but i can't say that they're just they're doing the main roster teddy long thing that's like hey tag team match next week they they seem to be doing a lot more main roster stuff like that so it's like would i be interested in watching the dirty dogs on raw or smackdown not really am i interested in watching them on nxt Still not really, but uh, I am interested in seeing Ziggler in maybe like this title chase, which I do not think he's winning the title, but I do think that they'll put on some, some a good, good match and probably a, a good story. But I, I am like, okay, cool. Champa and Braun are teaming up again to do a, a tag team match, but it's like, all right, all right. You got to continue with the story and lead into this. The thing is, I'm happy that we're finally a getting out of. Full sale, or sorry, uh, PC, and like leading to something again. I know we just had a Vengeance Day like TV sh- like show episode, but to mm. kind of promote something that is going to happen and, and treat it like somewhat big. I could see them doing Ziggler Braun before then, but what six weeks away before that around mm. then? So I mean, I don't know. That's a long time to promote this match. Could you see them making it a triple threat or anything shenanigans around there? It depends on not. I mean, not that Dolph couldn't do double duty, but it depends whether they have any plans for the Dirty Dogs at Mania. You know, it's a it's a two night Mania. You could have a multi tag match or something for the titles there uh, with these guys involved. It it kind of depends what they want to do. It's six weeks is still like when it comes to kind of NXT feels a bit of a long time, um, but they. They could. Either way, I'm interested. I, I don't mind seeing Bron versus Champa part three, and I don't mind seeing Dolph versus Bron yeah. either. So uh, either way, I'm I'm all right with it, and I've got no problem with the tag. That's how you so you do these yeah, stories, yeah, you sure. know. Like it's, um, but yeah, o- overall mixed bag of show. I uh, main event was definitely the the best stuff there, and um, but. There, there is direction. We are moving forward with stuff, which is 
is good. And I think NXT has been better for that the last few weeks with building to your, you know, your Vengeance Days, your Halloween Havocs, your New Year's Evils. Uh, they're keeping the the sort of specials a nice distance apart. So we've at least got a destination each time. Yeah, I, I like I had some stuff on the show, specifically the the main event. And again, just hate loving Brooks and Jensen. No, sorry, Briggs and Jensen. Uh, it still is like this weird, like just mixed bag of NXT. Just being horny, I think, is still this thing. Like from from the toxic lounge to Duke making out with Persia to like the dating mm. profile things. It's, there's a it's a lot to take in. It's a lot to take in. But I didn't necessarily hate this week's episode. It just kind of it was just kind of there. It was it was all right. Well, that's what we thought. Let's see what you guys thought. Every week we post up our feedback threads on the Up Next group on Facebook and forum.postwrestling.com. And uh, I'll read the first two here because the first one's very short, which just says, Nikita Lyons, heart eye emoji, emoji, that Mm. is all. Well, thank you, Ron. Thank you, Ron. I felt that. I felt that. Lions roar. Put your roars up. Lions up. We go to Sean, who says, Thank God for the main event. Champa and Ziggler put on an absolute clinic, and I love the finish. Rude has returned to NXT. I'm looking forward to the tag match next week and the one-on-one at Stand and Deliver while Braun takes on Dolph in the title match. Thanks also goes out to Bivens and Diamond Mind, who shined in all facets tonight. The promo segment with the Creeds and Imperium was excellent. Ivy Nile is a beast, and I like taking Tim Paxley as a possible addition if they decide to go that route. I don't think they are after Nile kind of murdering her after. Uh, Solo Sokoa as a target for recruitment is also interesting, particularly if Roddy leaves. Other than that, this episode sucked pretty hard. Opening match was fine, but the finish was awkward. Lash Legend is so bad that I think I actually saw EO and Kaylee Ray regress before my eyes. And three fucking segments of this Briggs and Jensen bullshit. Not only that, but Nikita Lyons' hype debut landed with a thud. Why is NXT rushing these talents out there? You have NXT level up. Use it. Next week's show looks good on paper, but with this week being the second straight-up awful show in the last month, I'm taking nothing for granted. I mean, they do use Level Up. They do use 205 Live. Like, the Keel Lions has wrestled on these shows. Lash Legend has wrestled yeah. on these shows quite a bit. But yeah. But I, I think what he's saying is, you know, put them on TV when they're ready for TV. Right. Like, have them be on Level Up for months before you put them on here. Uh like showing how green they are. Some of these people have only had, you know, four matches right. and they're, they're on TV and kind of sucking. <laughs> and it, and it's not fair to them, is it? Really? Yeah. That's not their, it's not their fault. They don't, they're being thrown into just the deep end. Sometimes uh, we go to, well, Sean also wrote in that he's, he's saying they manscaped Cameron Grimes, which I mean, I am assuming he means like they're his chest. Did they shave Grimes beard shorter, hair shorter, oh. chest off? I don't know. Uh, we go to Magan who writes in, where was this synergy during the black and gold era? Champa Ziggler was a damn good main event, which weaved in Champa's appearance on Raw the night before, and the use of Bobby was smart. Nikita Lyons looks solid. I do think her martial arts background will translate well to a pro wrestling setting. She needs to find a character and she'll be set. I'm glad NXT is going back to the road for the first time in two years with Stand and Deliver. The roster needs the reps to get better. And finally, we finish with TJ, who says, I'm a few weeks behind on the show, and as such, this show, but I managed to catch the end of the main event at work. 
Ziggles in NXT and Rude. I don't understand why why yet, but I'm on board for it. Let's hope Ziggler gets to show us why he's called the show-off. Thoughts on NXT as a whole, I haven't loved it. Then again, I haven't hated it. Favorite 2.0 character is so far Wendy Chu. I hope she's incorporated more of her gimmick into her arsenal. I want to see some Legend of Sleeping Master Snorfu type shit. I also like Harland, but can someone explain the difference between him and Loomis? Till next time. Yeah, Harland is Harland and Loomis is... No, uh, they're both mean, big... Harland is woke and Loomis is in love. So he's not... Dexter's not woke because he's in love. He's just simping. Uh, <laughs> you, you're implying Dexter's know. not woke. I mean, maybe he's woke. Uh, well, he had his heart broke tonight on NXT. Yeah, uh, that's it. That's NXT. That is it. Uh, reminder, guys, we do this all again tomorrow night for BD Elite on this very free feed. So go check us out talking all about AEW dynamite and everything to come into that we got revolution coming in a few weeks and uh again the live uh watch along in the toronto downtown toronto if you're in the area come hang out event bright is where you can get a ticket to that it's only 10 bucks come hang out watch the pay-per-view shout out dicky for the graphic on that as well the goat um and again follow us on the socials and and stuff if you haven't already because we love the community our facebook group up next podcast group and all that stuff go find us join and uh, we love interacting with all you people. But, uh, yeah, we'll be back tomorrow night. We so, will indeed. All right. Guys, I myself, Braden Harrington. You can find me on Twitter and I'm on Instagram. I am at the Bray D. And I am at Davey Portman. Take care. Goodbye. Be safe. And remember, Brett is better than Sean. Ahoy! Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-on bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIO, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams in all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio. one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIO. Hey there, BreezeLine has a holiday gift just for you. One month of free internet for all your family's gift sites, book flights, and movie nights. Get reliable, fast internet with speeds starting at 100 megabits per second for just $19.99 a month. Plus, free Wi-Fi your way home for the first 12 months. And your first month is free. BreezeLine wishes you all a happy and bright holiday season. If only they could give you a little holiday relief from all the matching family outfits. Service subject to availability. New residential customers in select areas only. Visit BreezeLine.com for complete offer details.